Warning, the following episode of Orsini's Uncensored Mind contains explicit language and adult content. The thoughts and opinions stated on the show are reflective of A.J. Orsini and his guests exclusively. Seriously, guys, the show's called Uncensored. If you got a problem with bad language, I really don't give a shit. ourselves in a bit of a scheduling conflict this time however it is a multiple way street there is something going on in the uh, family here and we're all doing our part so there's a lot of moving around a lot of moving parts and uh, Dave could not be with us here tonight I'm gonna go ahead and knock this episode out so that I can uh, do my part on that uh, so Dave is not with us here this week. However, not to be outdone, because the last time I did this, Dave could not make it. Uh, I ended up doing the episode by myself, which was not that big of a deal. It was kind of fun, but it wasn't the same fun. I got spoiled, so I need I need a partner. I need someone to come in here and talk to Shiznit with me and then go back and forth, especially when it pertains to today's topic, which will be heated, no doubt. So I went and got him the phone call, got him the, the phone here, hit the contact list, and I had to call him my boy. Founder voice, Mr. Joe Pombo, owner, CEO, and overall creative guy behind to be seen.com we're communicating through zoom and he turned his video on which is cute i'm only recording the audio oh but i love to see your beautiful wonderful <laughs> circular face i figured you know i spent all this money on this camera and uh because of covid not really using it as much That's for fine. my I'll, own stuff I'll be so fair. Figured, you know what let me just use I'll it be, i'll be fair i'm not my sexiest right now but i will oh, look at you man. oh yeah I got oh the, yeah i got the tank top on because uh, my wife and i did some couples exercise today oh and that's nice. not a euphemism for sex oh, we had wow. actual exercise today nice uh, i had my wife lifting weights today they were doing wow. some weights and doing some cardio like, stuff. push it to the limit yeah oh that was the perfect time to play that song You're it was right. it was uh yeah so we had a bit of a scheduling snafu and uh coming in like mo in the ninth here comes joe pombo and, Here uh, comes Joe yeah. Pombo. Hot tag. Hot tag. I hope I don't get copyrighted for humming. But, yeah. uh, but my man, Joe Pombo, I appreciate you so much, bro. Thanks for being here always, tonight. Always. Uh, Huge supporter of the 
Orsini's Uncensored Mind podcast. Absolutely. I think you got more features on this show than anybody. I'd have to count. <laughs> I'd have to count to make sure, but I think you've been on this show more than anybody Probably. Else. Probably. Second Literally, place. Quite a bit. Except for maybe, obviously, Dave, who's been consistent yeah. over the last year, and maybe Stephen James. I think you and James might be like neck and neck neck and neck right there Uh, that's my Uh, dude so it's all good yeah it's all in the family man yeah we're all squad of o members (laughs) right to be seen fans and hive mind radio fans we're all we should really be like the nwa and just conglomerate all of our yeah one big yeah that'd be amazing (laughs) wrestling music podcast comics What? Hey, I could do me and me and Steve could do sports where we could hit every we could hit yeah. and you with the with your with your vast news and political knowledge we could, we could do this all day. I yeah. think the three of us together, I think, would be unstoppable. Is what I'm trying to say here. Uh, but that's a conversation for another day because we are here today to hit a huge topic. Mm-hmm. Uh, to me, it's a huge topic because I grew up. I I personally, I've always been a fan. Of tag team wrestling, I love technical wrestling and one on one championship matches, all that stuff. But I don't know. For me personally, I always grew up just absolutely loving the creativity involved with tag team wrestling. I currently stand before you, the manager of a tag team. Uh, yeah. So uh, I have an affinity towards them. What What about you growing up? How big love tag you? teams. Love so tag teams. I was of the the bigger boys when okay. it came down to. My fellow compatriots in the elementary schools okay. where I grew up. So, and my era was, that the, was ho- the most eloquent way of saying you were the fat kid in school. I was the fat kid. <laughs> <laughs> and what? You know what? I'm still the fat kid. <laughs> I'm the fat man now. Uh, well, you're, you're now it's what do they call They call us now pleasantly plump because pleasantly we're, plump, we're married and we husky. have sex now. So, yeah. 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 All we, that fun we've stuff. evolved. But yeah, so you were one of the larger kids in school. So I had an affinity for the natural disasters. Oh, colossal, uh, colossal Kongs. Yes. Um, Professor Tanaka and Mr. Fuji. There you go. All right. Um, who, who, Andre the Giant and yeah. Haku. I thought that was a dope tag team, even though they didn't last that long. Absolutely. But I did enjoy them. Um, Tugboat when he oh, came yeah. back later on. Yeah. Yes. When he was with Hogan, it was like, yeah, okay, that's my dude. And then he turned on Hogan. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. well, it's okay. <laughs> so, I, so my my son is six, and I was watching some classic stuff the other day. And Earthquake came out, and I don't know if you remember, but Earthquake. I remember that Earth, well. Earthquake's theme was an earthquake. Yep. So the sound of it, yeah, the sound of an earthquake. Yeah. So yeah. my son is not not necessarily watching the TV. He's just in the room. And he hears this irritating, <laughs> he's like, what is that? I said, that's the music <laughs> on the TV. So, and he sees this really large guy. He's like, who is that? I said, Earthquake. And he thought about it for a second. He goes, is, isn't that also the music? I was like, yes, yes, it is an earthquake. <laughs> right, yeah. So his name is Earthquake, yes. And he comes out to the sounds of an earthquake. I was like, yeah. yeah. He was like, all right. And I said, just, <laughs> all right, I'm in there. I, I, I follow so far. Yeah. yeah, so I, I've always been in affinity, and also, uh, you know, one of my favorite managers of all time, Jim Cornette, obviously tied oh. to as many teams as I can possibly remember. Bobby the Brain Heenan always had a family or a um, stable together. Uh, so, family, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I was always drawn to the talkers and always drawn to tag teams, uh, hence my current situation. So, <laughs> uh, But we're going to be talking about that here today. The WWE took their time and released – a week at a time or so on and so forth, about five here, about ten there. But eventually we got down 
to one. And they have officially released completely in its entirety what they consider, and this is important to the story, what they consider to be the top 50 tag teams in WWE history. So let's clarify that off the bat. You're not going to see the Midnight Express. You're not going to see... Uh, actually, I was kind of surprised. Yeah, you're not going to see Doom on here. Any yeah. of the Horsemen combinations. Although no I horsemen. am surprised, and we'll get to it in a little bit, that the Brain Busters are well, They were in WWE on. for a hot second. Hot second. I think that's why they didn't make the literally. list. Literally. <laughs> yeah, literally. And that was yeah. on some BS. But yeah, there's... There's that's the basic criteria of this. They had to have been in the WWE. They're mm -hmm. being ranked based on their performance as teams while in the WWE. Right. That's very important to remember as we go through this list. Uh, so that as we go through it and we start debating or commenting or whatever the case may be, they know where the criteria is and how we came to that conclusion. Yes. Actually, that criteria is what kind of diffused a lot of my anger as I started to proceed to read through this because I went, <laughs> why on earth would this? And then I thought the criteria, and I said, all right. I mean, if you're going to, all right, okay, fine. I, I'll play ball here. I'll play ball here. Before we get into this list, and we need to go ahead and start because there's 50 of them, but I wanted to ask you, since you did get a chance to read it over, were there any really big surprises that stood out for you that you can kind of tease for us as before we get into this, that there's, was there a section of this list where you were kind of stunned, whether it be too low, someone was too low or someone was too high. Someone okay. Was not well, on yeah. the list. Uh, uh, too high, too high. I got a few yeah. of those too. Yeah. 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 There's yeah. some two highs and there's like two, two lows. Okay. Uh, and I think I get why it's too, too low, but, you know, we'll, we'll get into it. We'll get into that. We'll get into that. Yeah. So let's, you and I, you have the list in front of you or no? Indeed. Uh, indeed. Okay. I come prepared. I'm done Mambo. Prepared. <laughs> I am so prepared. I, I will kick this list off. I will tell the audience what 50 is. You will go with 49. I'll basically do the even numbers. You do the odd numbers and we'll go we'll back. Tag each other in. Tag each other in. That's what I'm yes. going for. Some, yes. some consistent tag team action here. Hot tag. Hot tag. So as per usual with my career, I'll start. Uh, I spent most of my physical career being the take the heat guy. So I'll go ahead <laughs> and start uh, with number 50, of course, uh, with Luke and Butch. The Bushwhackers. I did, Yay! I did appreciate the fact that they were on this list. And for some reason, there's a small part of me that kind of appreciates the fact that this team has never been forgotten. Yeah. Like for th This was not exactly the most highest push team in no. WWE history. They were, would, would it be too far of a stretch to say a comedy act? Or, they were a comedy they act. They were a comedy act. I mean, yeah. a, lot, a lot of historians always remember their sheepherder years when they were this yes, rough I remember. and tough. They were badass as sheepherders. They were, right. So this was right. a completely different gimmick or a shift for them. They did a, a total 180. What, yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> and the arms, bro. The yeah. arms going back and forth. All right, I'm going to test you on, on something. Do you uh -huh. remember the exercise things that they used to have? And they, they had this doctor 
that says the bushwhacker movement was a great exercise for people to do at home. I recall something like that. Something yeah. like that. I was yeah. like, that's silly. Like, yeah, if you yes. have weight, maybe. But. <laughs> well, you know, if you're doing physical therapy, if you're recovering from a rotator cuff injury, yeah, right. this, yeah, there this you go. right here, or maybe if you had a fractured collarbone at some point, <laughs> if you want to do something like this, a previous neck injury, Kurt Angle should be doing these right yeah, now. Yeah, that's what Kurt Angle should, should come out like those. that. Yeah, let's get those, let's get those delts activated, brother. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yes, absolutely. So I, I appreciate the fact that they've never been forgotten. I, I, I always, I, as a kid, I was grossed out with the licking of the heads. Wasn't, yeah, that was weird. Wasn't the you biggest... can't, COVID times? You can't do that. Well, yeah, those days are over. All right, done. You don't touch me. I don't touch you. <laughs> if, I, and... if I ever considered licking a scalp, that day is now gone and passed behind <laughs> it. Uh, so go ahead. You're up next. <clears throat> uh, number forty-nine. Too cool. Too cool i think the bushwhackers should be higher than too cool <laughs> with grandmaster sexy that was a, speaking of high. comedy acts <laughs> well you know to be fair i think the only reason why they might be a little above the bushwhackers not i mean i'm and we can do this all day with a well at least they won the tag titles but the act of the rikishi deal and the, dance, oh, the dancing and that was kind of over i could make an argument that might have been more over than the bushwhackers yeah not not as long a, a, a deal. I think they might have been really over with that for like a year, maybe. I, at only most. one. Well, like, like not, had a good ten years. Like that's, on their own, like yeah, that that's a, that's that's the argument on the other side. We just said a second yeah. ago they've never been forgotten. Nope. Uh, but too cool. Never give up. Never yeah. surrender. <laughs> too cool. Grandmaster Sexy. And it's, I will never forget the the entrance with. Uh, I, I'll never forget Grandmaster Sexy's because he. He did three power moves for his entrance, and I'll never forget it. First, it's the dig. Yeah. It's, no, Grandmaster, he would do the dig while doing yes, the running man. I forgot. Man. I forgot. It was yeah, the it's, dig. It's the dig with the running man. Yeah. Then he would do the uh, swim. Yeah. Do a swim. The dig. And the there's swim. a little move where he throws his arm out like that. And he just kind of shakes his head. Uh, that's the it was whole, like the Michael Jackson yeah, thing. Yeah, that was the whole entrance. And Scotty yeah. just did th like a wave with his arms while yeah. he went in a circle. That was kind of his deal. Right. And that was, the, yeah. And of course, uh, for everybody who gives Orange Cassidy bullshit, we've got <laughs> the worm. Yeah, you, you, you got to You got to talk about the worm when you talk yeah. about Grant, the too cool. Yeah. Which is still over to this day, brother. I can't believe that. <laughs> still over. He does wow. that shit on the indies and it fucking eats it up. Oh, sure. <laughs> and he's like 52. And he's like, <laughs> I give him credit for still being able to do a worm. I was just going to say, eventually he's going to go down and not come back up. <laughs> Something's going to snap Lop. at some point. Life. Life will snap at yep. some point. Oh, my goodness. Uh, okay, so number 48, all right, the Quebecers. So, very angry that they're this low on the list. Explain. Uh, you give, I, give your take on the Quebecers. Well, the Quebecers list. were like the, the police, the, the like, the Mountie. So, you have like the, the, the Twin Towers, right? All right. Uh, minus the African thing, you had the cop, you had Big Boss Man, one of my favorite wrestlers. Big man, of big course. team. Joe Pombo's in on it. Right? <laughs> sold sold got american <laughs> now you had the quebecers which were the french canadian version of oh, not just canadian either french french canadian because he just for france yeah Allez -vous français? 
We, yeah, please make sure that you say the whole thing or we'll get sued for sure. It was the <laughs> French-Canadian versions. Yes, the French-Canadian versions. So, and they had those, the shocker. Remember they had that, uh, the taser? Yes, 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 yes. And yes, they yes. tased the, the shit out of a bunch of different people. I think Hogan got tased. Like, they left a mark. That taser thing stuck in my head. And then even Demolition Man was like, you know what? We're going to use that same taser in our movie. Oh, my God. Jacques Rougeau oh. and Pierre... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. PCL. Hey. What's that? that he eventually That's PC. PCL. Yeah, you're right. That's right. Yes. Is what he retired we... officially or no, is he still? He's kicking ass in Ring of Honor right now. He just, oh, my man. He won the Ring of Honor world title, bro. I remember he was champ for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. he was champ for a little bit. He is a suicidal maniac, that dude. Still yes. kicking ass to this day. See? I would have loved to have been in the room when the stun gun was pitched as a goddamn gimmick. Oh, that was a great gimmick. I just. Listen, I would have loved, hey, guys, how do you feel about getting fucking stunned by the, uh, yeah, no, thank you. <laughs> I'd have been, I'll I tell stunned you, myself I'll tell once. you one guy who didn't get stunned in the ring, and that's the macho man, yeah. The macho man yeah. doesn't get stunned, Ooh. he gets hung, baby. Just like the situation <laughs> with the, Jake the Snake, mm, so that snake's gonna bite me, huh? I'm thinking the snake's gonna bite you first, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. As soon as, as soon as I said, hey, Mach, how do you feel about the stun gun? Mm, yeah, I'm thinking that you might need to get stunned up. That's what I'm thinking. He just flips it on everybody. <laughs> You hit me with that goddamn thing, and I promise you're going to see stars here. <laughs> you're going to uh, go straight to the top, cream of the crop. <laughs> the cream of the crop. <laughs> that's, that's still one of the great promos, but we're sliding oh, absolutely. out of that one. So absolutely. let me see, 47, my friend. So 47, which is kind of like kind of funny because it's strike force. Another no. French. No, 47 is not strike. Oh, the smoking guns. There me. it is. I need the glasses. With my favorite. Most mid to early nineties wrestling theme I'd ever heard. Right up there with the Beverly Brothers. With those little yeah. when those little pistols went off, I was like, wow. <laughs> I legit and maybe this is just be me being a kid in New York. I thought they were gay. I did too. Before and they were Brokeback before Mountain. Brokeback Mountain. Yes, exactly. Before yeah. Brokeback, yeah. I legit thought they were gay. Yeah. And same. I didn't once I didn't at one time even think they were brothers. I couldn't, no. I couldn't see it, but I was no, I didn't like, see that at all. Are they for real or no? No, no, they're not. Really oh, okay, good, good. Because I was like, well. no, they weren't brothers. <laughs> I remember what I remember most about the smoking guns is when men on a mission turn heel and squash them. Oh God, yeah. You are the greatest tag team of all time, and they <laughs> fucking killed them. <clears throat> they got pushed hard. The smoking yeah. guns. They were tag team champions quite a bit. Yeah, they were. But they I also were. think that was during a time period where they didn't really have a whole lot of teams. Either. They had no one. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> they were like, I think hey, you just what? said men on a mission, and I said smoking guns, and I think that's it for that, for that <laughs> yeah, time. Money just... Inc. for like a little bit. Money, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, though, the, uh, well, no, I think this is even, smoking guns is even after natural disasters, right? That's like that. Yeah, it was after. And like they, that John Tetson became shark. Yeah, 94, 95, yeah. smoking guns, and then into 96, and then we got the Rockabilly. No. And then that was it. Uh, well, we're going to reference Smoking Guns later in this list again because that's going to be a part of the description. But uh, Smoking Guns coming in, obviously, Bart and Billy Gunn, early, early 90 uh, yeah. era there. So take a look at that on YouTube. Let's... I met them because of my aunt and their Bear Aspirin deal back in the day. Nicest freaking people I've Did ever met. Did you say met. Bear yeah. Aspirin? Yeah, my oh, aunt. Oh, Bayer. 
Yeah, bear. I thought you said bear ass. I said, what kind of <laughs> my, sick brand? bear ass got us into fucking wrestling. <laughs> Wait a second. What kind of sick branding is this? Uh, you got a headache? Here's some bear ass for you. That's not good. I tell you, some bear, nice bear ass can cure a lot. I tell you. <laughs> it cures what ails you. Well, yeah. I'm trying to get some bear ass tonight. Hold on. Let me see. Number 46. This is this, he, he played my card early. I did. I but did. that would be Strike Force. Yes. Uh, when we went through this list, my wife was like, What in the fuck is that? Said, <laughs> oh, you don't remember Strike Force? Well, she didn't know what Strike Force was. I was like, Oh, bro. Wow. I said, Man, this goes, this predates, like, if it's any, anything, anything. Because she sees <laughs> a lot of wrestling with me, I'll confidently say 94. Five or ninety four and earlier, yeah. no clue, no clue. She she catches she caught the beginning of kind of the Attitude Era and she's seen mm. and she's seen everything since. She's obviously seen, excuse me, she's obviously seen a lot of Hogan stuff and Macho stuff, like the the mainstream talent. Yeah, but like, they were mid carders. Yeah, so but Strike Force, like... no, she did not know. So we had to hit the old gal. <laughs> and for the folks at home who are also saying, what the fuck is a Strike Force? This was Chico Santana. There you go. And the and before and before, before the model. Yes. Before the model, Rick Martel. Yeah. Uh these guys were I mean, when you want to use the term mechanic in the industry, it's just hard to know. Really they were amazing. That's workers. why I'm like, they should be way higher on this list. Mm. I think they should. <laughs> But they 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 were amazing workers, and they worked with just about everybody. They were tag yeah. team champions as well, several and, times. Yeah, and they weren't necessarily like the biggest dudes too. They just had great chemistry, and they could fucking work. Rick Martel was a nasty dude. Oh yeah, no, that's Rick the other Martel. thing. Like he was, he was ridiculously good. Yeah, and a and lot I of think, people rooting for him too. Yeah, I and mean, I think if if Shawn Michaels didn't do that super kick throw Marty Jannetty through the uh, oh the glass window deal, the glass window, Rick Martel would have been the champ. I think that I think that put him over, and I think that ruined Rick Martel's career. Well, somebody's got to get to the top, brother. Yeah, cream all... of the crop. <laughs> Shawn Michaels was trying to be the cream of the crop, brother. Cream of the crop. Oh, bro, that's gonna be the theme of the goddamn day. All right, here <laughs> you go. Uh, for you, my friend, number forty-five. Forty-five, the head shrinker. Yes. Now we need to be specific because. There are people who have a hard time. I'm telling you, this is a real thing. They have a hard time distinguishing between the head shrinkers and the wild Samoans. Oh, there's a big difference. There's a huge difference. Massive. Uh, yeah. <laughs> one had success. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one had. Well, I mean, they're both on this list, so they both had some sort of success. But this, yeah, no. head shrinkers was more of the uh, more recent. Uh, right. version. The Wild Samoans were a little bit more of the older school. Now, if I'm not mistaken, the Wild Samoans was the Afasika team. Correct. Correct. This yeah. one was the Fatu and the Samu team. Correct. Uh, Years and, later. And, yeah, and they had a few members here and there. They have actually right in front of me. It's so funny because I just learned this myself. I actually forgot. I had Kokina here as a member of the Head Shrinkers, and I have forgotten that Kokina was the previous gimmick of Yokozuna. 
Oh, who was wow. A, who was a, a part of this little stable here. I forgot Look about that. Look at that. That's yeah, a good, I know. I forgot that's a good about trivia, that. man. Uh, that's yeah. a good one. I forgot about that. But That yes. was when Yokozuna was like not Yokozuna. He was yeah, more like. Yeah, right before that. Uh, uh, yeah, he was thin. Like, yeah, I mean, he was, thin, but... yeah, he was like three bills, but that was his cruiserweight weight. Everybody. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was his entrance weight. He was a super heavyweight when he came in the door. Yeah. Uh, Head Shrinkers eventually, too, would also reunite later on when Haku came back to the WWE. What was that, 2001, I won this Yeah. And uh, that was a short run. But at least we got to see the Brothers the brothers of Destruction against uh, uh, Rikishi and fucking Haku. Yeah. That was hot. That was hot. Yeah. But the, the Head Shrinkers, I mean, listen, it's the Samoan dynasty, bro. They're yeah, one... you can't. You can't. I think they should be higher on the list, too. Uh, they can't all be high. Well, that Oh, was... yeah, because a lot of these people should be way lower. Oh, you're, getting... you're flip-flopping this list. <laughs> I'm flip-flopping this bitch real quick. <laughs> So, yeah, so Fatu and Sabu, those were the head shrinkers, and they made quite a name for themselves early on in the WWE years. So far, I, I was digging this list. I was like, it was bringing memories back as I'm going through this. Yeah. I, I got to like, share this, this is, list with my uncle. He would this really is pretty, it. pretty cool. You, uh, you had the head shrinkers, so I go next with Kane and X-Pac. This should be lower on the list. Now, Agreed. Now here's mm-hmm. the thing, though. I'm not gonna. I can say that out loud now because my brother's not here. Because <laughs> anything involved with Kane, he thinks should be oh, somewhere near, somewhere yeah, near right. the top. He's the big poster. And I would tell Dave right now. Listen, you got to take solace in this. This is right now at 44. Kane and X-Pac. This is Kane's first of three appearances on this list. Yeah. Kane did three tag teams that are on that list. One of them is in the top ten. Yeah. Okay, so listen, we can't win them all here. Right. Kane and X-Pac, though. This should have been 50. Maybe, but I'll give you this. I, well, let me ask you this. Did you, when you were living through this live, yeah. when they when the Kane character first debuted, right, and then you get X-Pac at some point as well down the line, if you were to tell me who are two people on this roster in 1998 that if you put together, this will never fucking work. I would have <laughs> told been you, too. Kane yeah. and X-Pac makes no fucking sense. <laughs> That's why I hate it. I'm like, what the fuck? No. But it was hot. <laughs> it was actually really cool. Even when they did their little entrances, when they would do Kane's intro and at the pyro, I break it down. Yeah. So to see Kane coming to the ring to a fucking, to the DX song. DX but he would just walk. It wasn't like yeah. he was going to start. He didn't crossing. do anything. He didn't do any of that shit. Showed he was up like, yo, they, I'm only doing this because they told me to. <laughs> yeah, That's what I got for that. I'm just you know? following X-Pac to the ring. He, he's, yeah. he's been a good buddy to me for a while now. He got me the good weed. <laughs> I'll go down with them. <laughs> and when they got together, I said to myself, well, where do you go from here, right? Because it got far more over than it should have. Yeah. And that, and I understand why you would want it lower because, again, the length. They don't, they weren't even together a full year. Nope. They were only together for a, a few very months. Very short stint. Yeah. yeah. But it was dope when they did it. And then I said, well, how do you break this up? You obviously can't have one turn on the other and then feud them because that would be odd. And Lord and behold, that's exactly what they did. And they went the other way. They made the little guy the heel. Yeah. (laughs) And I went, all right, this surely won't work, but it all worked out. It was a good year. 98 still one of my favorite years in WWE history. Really? Um, I mean, as a year, I'd love to have that. I'd love to have that conversation with somebody. I'm open to other years. There's been some great years in WWE, but I, I, I'm biased because uh, during the pandemic, I kind of did the the run through again when mm-hmm. before the network had uh, turned over to Peacock. I did the raw run from January Peacock. to December, and I was like, I forgot. 
how yeah, fucking you, awesome. This the nineties were great. The though. fucking ru- this run was. I was like, God yeah. damn. In Canada, I would say like 80, 88 to ninety eight were great. Yeah, it was a great decade of wrestling. We start to slide a little bit. Two thousand, mm-hmm. two thousand. I thought we were headed into some sort of renaissance into that, and then it didn't. No, if it's twenty one, twenty one when they had WrestleMania seventeen hit, and then everything after that was extra. Yep, I was like, oh man. All right, you all right. Got the so next here, one, here's another tag. Talking about tag teams that should one, be lower yeah, on this, the list. Just, I will make a bolder statement when you're done reading who it is. That would be Bootista <laughs> and Ric Flair. <laughs> yeah, my bold statement is these motherfuckers shouldn't even be on this list. Yeah. I agree. I, 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 there's a couple. Uh, we were talking earlier about how the Brain Busters only had a cup of coffee. I would have put the Brain Busters <laughs> on this list before I put Batista and Rick. Yeah, they never tagged. Totally. They did. They won. They tagged the first time they tagged. They won the tag titles, and yeah. it was just so they could do the Evolution deal where everybody has all the belts. They might have had the belt one or two months after that, and they never tagged again. Exactly. So I don't know how this Who, happens at all, and the fact that the, like. I'm going to get this list. He yeah. spit the water and, and was like, I'm going to put my buddies on everywhere. I just, yeah, I just assume he spits the water after everything in that. Yeah, place. that's what I had. And board we, meeting. And if you were going to put them on the list, how are they above Canon X Pac, the Head Shrinkers, Strike Force, Smoking Guns, Quebecers, Two That's cool, what I'm saying. The they could not, either not be on the list at all or be 51. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's like. This was a little odd because I can't, I can't imagine a criteria where they're higher on the list than anybody. Yeah. Like, what is the criteria that you were trying to hit that got them so high on the list? I was stunned. Yeah, this baffled me. <laughs> so, fuck those guys. We're moving fuck on. Fuck those guys. I mean... 42, Eminem. Lower as well. Lower, probably, yeah. Although, yeah. although I'll give them this. They had the potential to be really, 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 they did. really good. Yeah, but they never got there. <laughs> they never got there. Uh, There's a difference between having potential and then executing. Again, though, I think we were talking earlier about the Smoking Guns, and when we were talking about the Smoking Guns, we were like, yeah, they were a good team, but they really they played in an era where there wasn't really a whole lot going on. I actually and, put Eminem in that same category. Yep. About 06, 07, 08. They there weren't a whole shit, lot of tag right? teams really yeah, there was nothing. Yeah. firing up in the WWE. They were like the biggest act at the time. And, uh, I mean, they shouldn't be penalized for that, but at the same no. time, they kind of are because it's like as good a team as you were, I didn't get a chance to see you compete against Somebody some of these other teams. Good yeah, or better. Yeah, yeah or, or even some of the people that are on this list here, like even some of the lower tier teams, like an Eminem, and I'm just throwing it out there, Eminem and Too Cool would have been dope. Yeah. Like I would have enjoyed watching that match, but, you know, mm-hmm. they, we didn't get that. So I appreciate the nod that they're on here, and it was cool. Eminem, you know, Nitro, Mercury, Molina, that was dope. Molina was great. Molina was dope. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Wasn't yeah. Bautista with Molina at one point? Uh, you know, like uh, some real shit. Yeah, of course. Yeah, right? That's what I thought. Yeah. That's, Another that's, great tactic. That's, you know, I don't want to speak ill of certain people, but that's when I lost respect for Morrison in, in the beginning. Oh, really? Like, Come on. You're going to let... Even yeah. if you know he's going to beat your ass, you can't just sit there and just let that happen, bro. Uh, he got, got all them kung fu leg kicks. You got to take that ass whooping. You can't just yeah. let this dude pipe your bitch and go about your life. Yeah. You can't just shrug. Ooh, my bulls, you fuck him <laughs> up. That's what you're muscles. supposed to do. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? Beat it and hit him over the head with a goddamn Back. pipe. Wait till that son bitch turn around. And yeah. 
yeah, you know? <laughs> ain't no rules to a street fight. As soon as he turn, comes out that fucking building and he's not on company time, you wear that motherfucker out with the largest cumbersome amount, uh, object you can find. Yeah, get that's that. what you do. Oh, you fucked my girl. I'm gonna pipe you now. Watch this. Yep. You, you Pun. Plunge yeah. right in between the butt cheeks. So this is works. perfect timing for okay. me because it's my turn, right? Absolutely. And we're the boys. We're the nasty boys. Yeah, I've actually hung out with them and drank really? way too much with them. Yes, and I learned very fast that I needed to walk away, otherwise I would be broke buying them beer. Oh yeah, well that's I couldn't. I mean, beer, yes, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. There should be on my Facebook somewhere a picture of me and Knobs, Brian Knobs, <laughs> Brian Knobs, Jerry and Sags, Jerry Sags. Yep, and the the armpit. Remember the armpit? Oh yep, yep, yep. yep. I was never. I loved as a as a kid. I loved the gimmick. Right, yeah. they seemed like wild and crazy guys. Right, right, right. As right. an adult, <laughs> I I can't watch any of those matches. <laughs> I can't. I know they were tag team champions, and I know that they actually did perform at, at, during an era where there was some real tag team. I think yeah, they, they fought they, the Natural they, Disasters. They yeah. fought Legion of Doom. Yeah, they Legion fought Doom, yep. the teams. Yep, they, fought, they had a they, great. They got history. yeah the Heart Foundation. The Heart uh, Foundation. Yeah, the Heart they, Foundation. They wrestled quite a few of those teams. Yeah, so they could go. Yeah, uh, but they clearly were a niche tag team. Yeah, uh, some Hulk, might say it, it helps being Hulk Hogan's friend. It does help. Well, <laughs> helps to an extent because yeah, because when you're Hulk Hogan, you're getting your ass beat for twenty minutes. Yeah, eventually that that welcome got worn out a little bit. Uh, yeah, which I think it was the TNA deal when it finally became obvious we shouldn't be doing this. With <laughs> yeah. Like we get it, we res- we respect it, but we really shouldn't be doing this anymore. But I, I give them all the respect in the world. I was actually uh, surprised based on that popularity, believe it or not, that they were at 41. Popularity alone, I was like, that's got to be at least late 30s uh, yeah. uh, number for them because they, yeah, they, they, yeah. they were pretty over for a while. And weren't they like one of the first ones to sing? Didn't they sing their own theme song too? We're the boys. Yeah. We're the nasty boys. Yeah, there's not much of the song, yeah, but yes, they sang We're it. not live, but I'm going to point to the camera anyway. Yeah! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so I go next here, and yep. Joe, when I tell you that this pissed me off, <laughs> when I tell you that this got me highly upset, uh, I, I, I can't, yeah, I was pretty pissed. They got rated RKO at 40. Now, I had to come, this is one of those moments I referred to at the beginning where I had to kind of calm myself down because again you have to take the criteria into into question here and you got to remember what we're talking about here we're talking about rated rko we're talking about edge and randy orton as a team right as a team not the other stuff not the combined 30 world titles and the royal rumble wins and the money in the bank wins and i mean and two, coming out of retirement at yeah, the Royal Rumble two, when AJ said yeah, no, exactly. it wasn't going to happen. <laughs> V2, and I don't even think this is debatable, but two, the two most decorated superstars in WWE history forming a team. But AJ, you got to remove all that because this team took place, what was it, 2006, I want to say. Yeah, they were desperate for tag teams. You guys, you guys are going to be a tag team. Desperate <laughs> tag teams, not just that, but they wanted them to go against DX and see if they can get main event quality yeah. performances out of 
Age of Randy Orton. The whole point of that team getting together was to get them to that next level, which worked. It did, yeah. So I can see why they wouldn't be rated so high, no pun intended. Oh. But <laughs> when you see rated RKO on this list, and then you see the next team on this list, which, yeah, I, will, that kinda which I will give you. So go ahead. So above, apparently, above rated RKO. In every way, yeah. Yeah. Is Paul London and Brian Kendrick. Which, not a bad tag team. No, not a bad tag team And at one all. of the longest reigning SmackDown tag team champions in history. Yeah. But not rated RKO. No. no. <laughs> Look at rated RKO. Yeah. Look at London oh, and Kendrick. And what Kendrick. happened here? <laughs> yeah. Now, I would, I, I would love, I, I love the idea that the hatred for Paul London that they have is not <laughs> nearly as strong as their love. Brian Kendrick, because <laughs> Brian Kendrick currently works there as an agent, right? He's yeah. working with Two Hundred Five Live, so they love Brian. If Paul was on fire, they would not only not piss on him, but they would literally piss next to him so he could see relief but never actually experience it. <laughs> uh, get sprinkles, yeah, yeah, just at best, backwash, at best, the backwash of piss. Just so I could clear my own conscience. Thank you. Yeah, exactly. Paul London and Kendrick, uh, they were one of my favorite tag teams in 07 and 06. Not for the reign. I could have done what If they would have been tag team champions or not, it wouldn't have really made a difference. Because, again, this was the era we're talking about with Eminem, where there weren't really a whole lot of teams going going on. on. Hence why two obvious cruiserweights were the tag team champions. They were exciting to watch. That entrance was dope. Uh, with the double backflip into the handshake and shit like yeah. that. That was all cool stuff. But higher than rated RKO. I said, oh, mm. Lord, have mercy. I get, I, I. And if they were here to tell you, hey, we were tag team champions longer than they were. I think the Nasty right. Boys should be higher than. I actually would agree. Yeah. I actually would agree. Actually, I would put the Nasty Boys both, both above both of them. Yep. To be honest yep. with you. Um, I would actually put Nasty Boys above a lot of these teams that are coming. Nasty Boys. Yeah, so I was, boys. I was heated at 40 because of 39. And mm-hmm. as I cooled myself down, I went to 38 and got reheated. <laughs> yeah. Because <I> now <laughs> we're hitting NXT for the first time. And I said, um, what? <laughs> How on earth are any NXT teams on this list? Ding, ding, ding. But here we are. And this is not even, this is the first NXT team, which got me even more shocked. As we exactly. go through this, there's like two more. And one that literally made me punch my computer screen. But we're, <laughs> we're not there yet. Oh, boy. Uh, so uh, 38 has DIY, which would be the team of Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa, which, for the record, fantastic team. team. Yeah. Fantastic team. Yeah. But. On this list? Yeah, they were... Above the Nasty Boys? I will forever penalize them for having the success that they have on the developmental brand. Yeah. I will always penalize them for that. You don't get extra credit for refusing to pursue more endeavors with your career. I don't care if they don't have anything for you. To coddle yourself in NXT, I'm sorry. And they're not the only ones on, uh, uh, on this list that are doing that. So, and we'll get back to we'll get back to that once we get to the twenties here, but I always I, you gotta once DIY got to the top, not just as a team but even as rivals, 
you got to go somewhere with that. You can't keep fighting the, you know, it's it's the kid who, you know, who, who's in high-level middle school and <laughs> is just refusing to go to high school. <laughs> he's the super senior. Yeah, so now just he's, won't 16, leave. <laughs> he's 16 years old beating the shit out of seventh graders, and they're like, that's fantastic, brother, but can you – could you stop doing that? You're six three, two hundred pounds. It's like, do you ever watch Seinfeld when fucking uh, Kramer joins karate? Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. oh yeah. At first they would beat me up, but then I got into it and I started kicking everybody's ass. And it's like, <laughs> and he goes and he shows up. He's in the fucking middle school yeah. karate. I get it. You know, yeah. Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano are two indie guys that were a long shot to get signed in the first place. So I get the loyalty. And I get the, the creative freedom that you've earned throughout the years of being there, but you're not—you're still playing at the daycare, and, and it's not. That's why, like, when you look at the teams on this list, and more importantly, the teams that are above. Yeah. And I'm like, no, no, <laughs> it's just no. You haven't competed on that. It's like putting—it's like if you put together the best NBA teams, if you rank all the NBA teams on from best to worst, and somehow Duke University got above the Cleveland uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers. It's like, <laughs> yeah. No, I mean they probably all are a better team, but we'll right. never know because they've never played against each other because we're in two different leagues. No, that's not how that works. And they're 38, so yeah. good team, great takeover matches. Uh, uh, great individuals. They went from a great team to great individuals, but not on this. Not list. A, not on this list. No, mm. absolutely not. Uh, but 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 your next pick should definitely yes. be on. No, this list. this is good. I like this spot. Yeah, yeah. this is a good guy. This is one of those that fit in, especially because of, <laughs> yeah. of what they did to my man Shelton. But Shelton Benjamin and Charlie Haas. 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 Yeah. Say the German way. <laughs> I was actually stunned. Uh, Early on, and because Char- Char- I don't know if you remember, Charlie Haas was in a tag team with his brother oh. <clears throat> originally. Mm-hmm. Uh, his brother Russ Russell, and Russ had passed away at an, oh. at an early age, and he oh, almost okay. and he almost quit the business. And uh, they loved the way that he worked as a tag team guy, and and he he was going to leave the business. I don't want to do this without Russ, and and it was a big thing. And I appreciate that. I can respect that. Um, but they say, hey, look, you got a lot of, lot of skill, a lot of talent. We'd love to have you, but uh, uh, what do you? how do you want to do this? Do you want to remain a tag? Do you think you could be a single? And Charlie would consistently say, I, I don't know what I'm doing as a singles, man. You know, like I'm not going to get over like I did as a team. And that's when Shelton and Charlie became an idea. Then they became a thing, and the rest is history. And, and they're here as Shelton Benjamin and Charlie Haas. They should be here. As WGTT, the world's greatest, greatest tag, tag team. They yeah. are, they, that's what they should have been in here as. Yeah. They they astounded me, bro. Like as they were team, very good. Their athleticism, the way that they could turn their wrestling into spots and just their creativity. Uh, they're my favorite opponent of theirs. We'll talk about later on this list because they're higher up on the list. But what are your thoughts on Benjamin and Haas? Love Benjamin and Haas. I love when they teamed up with Kurt Angle. Oh, that yes. was team that was Angle. A, team Angle. That was a great time. With the and hoodies, was, the velvet hoodies, the <laughs> velvet hoodies. Yeah, that was great. And then the, I heard there was some kind of connection with Brock Lesnar at one point. What do you mean connection with the stable with the group? 
No, no, no. Like uh, the two, um, I think Shelton Benjamin was Brock Lesnar's friend or something like that. No. So what happened was is Brock Lesnar went to University of Minnesota. He was like, as we hear every fucking week. Right. Yeah. Division one, NCAA. Blah, 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 blah. Well, before Brock, the big dick in the room was Shelton. Oh. Uh, Shelton was the, uh, was their top star. And then he obviously graduated or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he remained on as a coach. So when Lesnar came in, Shelton was his coach. Gotcha. And they developed the bond like most wrestler to coach relationships do. Shelton got in the industry first. Okay. And then when Brock was approached, uh, Shelton said, well, I'm going over to OVW to train. Do you want to come with me? And it was like, fuck it. I, at least I'll know one guy there. Yeah. And that's how Lesnar wound up in OVW. Gotcha. For a short amount of time. Very short. Because sure. Brock realized really quickly, I'm not going to make any fucking money in OVW. Yeah. And that's when he did the whole, oh, my girlfriend's pregnant routine, and onto the main roster we go. Yeah. But, yeah, no, that was their connection there. They've known each other for a long, 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 long fucking time. That's why at the Rumble, when you were in my house. Yes. When we were watching that Royal Rumble with Lesnar dominating or whatever, they Shelton and Brock had the hug. Yeah. I don't know if you remember. They hugged. I remember that. Like, oh, I remember yeah, it. then he threw his fucking ass out of there. <laughs> but that was the whole deal. Like, ah, hey, friends. Okay, you get the fuck out. And yep, he yep. fucking threw him out. So that was the that whole was play. They don't talk about it much on uh, commentary because they, they didn't want Shelton to appear older than he was. Uh, they didn't want to do the whole, well, he was, even though he was a very young coach. Right. They are not that far in age. But they, you know, coach player, you know, they didn't want yeah. that kind of stigma on them. So, yeah. Yep. So, but yeah, this was a good spot for this team. I, I appreciate this team a lot. And they should have named them World's Greatest Tag World's Team. World's Greatest Tag Team is what it should have been on here. But we'll take yep. it out of number 36 and discuss Money Inc. Ted, <laughs> everyone's got a goddamn price. Damn price. And the tax man. <laughs> and the tax man. <laughs> this man brought his accountant's gold. Brought, you know what? Let me go get my accountant. <laughs> He's like, you know what? You're a pretty big motherfucker, buddy. You want to make some real money? Yeah, exactly. Erwin R. Scheister. Uh, and Ted DiBiase, the Million Dollar Man, uh, as tag team, uh, as tag team champions as well. Yep. Uh, they they had quite a run. As a matter of fact, can we make the argument that this might have been DiBiase's best run in the WWE? Not just as a tag team, but he was also the head of a stable Money Inc. Right. There was like a, there, there was, was a tag team there, but right. that was kind but of there the was other guys piece. with it. Yeah, other guys with him. And yeah. Uh, yeah, uh you could probably make the argument that uh, that whole tournament with Macho and then buying the belt with Andre, but that was a good angle. This was a nice little run he had here. Right. They were doing stuff for a while as tag team champions. Right. Yeah, because it was the yeah, it was fucking earthquake, the natural disasters plus these guys. Yeah. Absolutely. Totally. Money Inc. I believe was the stable that took the urn from Taker and melted it down into that gold chain for. Yeah, that's right. That were the Kamala, Kamala, the Supreme Fighting Machine. Oh my God! Stole the urn and they melted it in the. And I'll never ever forget the image of them beating Mabel in the casket match, Bearer holding the chain like he would hold the urn and taking yes. doing the whole thing. But it's this ghetto ass chain, this chain. <laughs> like, I was like, yeah. Uh, Taker's invited to the to the cookout. He gets to come. <laughs> He's getting the, he got the st- good potato salad. Street cred like a motherfucker. 35, Pombo. 35. Here we are. And the Jerry Show. Yes. 
Well, break the, the walls, did it? It's the big show and Jericho. Yeah, that shit was hot. That was that's hot. One of my favorite tag teams of all time. No lie, really, it is because. And here's why. Here's why. First of all, uh, this was one of the first times in, that I can remember where they didn't do the either the separate because they were both single stars before this team, right? And they both uber popular characters who have their own entrance themes and da 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 the team before this was Miz and Shell Show Miz yeah right and for that team they did like well it's the big show and then they would do like little bits and pieces rated RKO where they did uh, you know you think you know me and then hey nothing. they yeah. would split it this was the first time they just said, fuck it. We're going to do a whole new custom shit with both of the songs. And I was like, I was here for it, Pombo. Yeah. I'm like, this is fucking awesome. And heel Jericho with the big words, with the big muscle behind him. Yeah. The conceited guy with the big show. This is the best the big show had ever looked. He was lean. Yeah, he was he lean. He was mean. He was taking big bumps. Yeah. He was doing his He was as good thing. as his WCW days there. I mean. Oh, yeah. And leaner and smarter. And yeah. older <laughs> and balder, <Yeah. laughs> he truly, he truly was the big show when he was. He was. Really, and they had the what was it? The dual belts. Yeah, they had the dual belt, the world tag titles, and the WWE tag. It was hot. Yeah. I was like, boy, these two motherfuckers got it together. Yeah. Jesus Christ! Now I know that I'm doing even numbers, but I would be remiss. If I didn't let my man Joe Pombo, <laughs> one take, of my favorite tag take teams, the honors think... of this one. Go ahead, you could do this one. I'll give you I the honors it. on appreciate this it. one. Yes, I appreciate it. So thirty-four. Thirty-four. Who, of course, in my perspective, should be much higher. Obviously, that is the natural disasters. That's right. Typhoon and earthquake. Typhoon and earthquake. And do you remember their theme? The actual the natural, natural disasters. disasters theme off the top of my head. No, I do not. It was just boom, tsh, boom. Tsh. It was just like, what? Sounds That's all about got. right. Yeah. Sounds about right. That yeah. actually does. I do remember that now. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I was, I don't know if you, you see, you said you were a big fan. I was. I was, I was a kid. I was scared of them. Oh, <laughs> because of their size, they were huge. I'd never seen humans that fucking big before. Yeah, that moved around like that. that. Well, I couldn't even yeah. conceive of an idea of of two men that lo- like imagine a wrestling typhoon. Oh no, who's who's that size? And yeah. you think to yourself, man, I can't wait for him to tag the fuck out. And then he <laughs> tags, and the dude that comes in is bigger it's than bigger. the fucking typhoon. <laughs> That's like, what, what I loved the, about like, them. Typhoon at his size. Was, was was like four. Yes. Right. Uh, I think they were combined, pretty much close to a thousand. Right. Almost yeah, I remember them being. I gotta look it up because I remember them being very large. First of all, a shout out to Mr. Fred Ottoman, who is Typhoon or Tugboat. Right. Huge Blood Brothers fan. Oh, uh, sweet. Yeah, he's on our Instagram. We communicate from time to time. Shout out to him. And if he's listening. You deserve to be higher on this list. Sir. Hells yeah. <laughs> De- Hells definitely yeah. above this next team that we're going to talk about. Yeah, so Earthquake <laughs> was 6'4". Okay. Right? And Typhoon was 6'3". Okay. So already I didn't know that Earthquake was taller. 
and they were their build combined weight was 843 pounds 843 that must have been a light week all right <laughs> they were they were on the slim fast that week <laughs> yeah. hey, what was this the 90s so they were that doing was the, the 90s the richard, yeah, 91. The richard simmons yeah they were doing the richard they simmons were sweating shit. to the oldies sweating to the oldies yeah which is ironic when you think about it because that shit is like 40 years old now so yeah crazy uh, i definitely believe they're higher on the list than this next team you can go back to your odds i can't do this one i'm sorry you have to go <laughs> oh man that had number 33 number 33 the street profits the street profits what the At f- fucking 33 suck my dick <laughs> now here's here's what i will give them credit for they, they wore some really nice shorts they, <laughs> here's what i will give them credit for they didn't stay in nxt yeah they took it to the next level yep and they, they did all right they competed against the best teams that they could compete against yeah they're a fantastic fucking team yeah i love their fucking entrance and i can't wait for fans to get back into the building so that we can see it again Right. I think Street Profits has the potential to be a great fucking team. We're way too if they've only been a team for two years. Right. And I, again, developmental. So uh, they've been on the main roster maybe a year. Mm-hmm. I think no, I I scratched that a little over a year. It yeah, because I remember before, there was people in the audience when they first yeah, came out. Yeah, for they first came yeah. out. Yeah. So. About about an hour in an hour, a year and some change on that. Can we give them some time to be yeah. great before? I mean, Street Profits on the list, but then they're above Natural Disasters, Jericho, Money Inc., World's Greatest the Nasty team, Boys, Nasty Boys, Rated RKO, Head Shrinkers. Oh, like no, no. <laughs> you're not yet. Nope. Yet it's not disrespectful. To no, they, in the future. Yeah, in the future, you may very well. Yeah. get to that damn level but today no no <laughs> no and i don't think it's being disrespectful and saying no we, we could just they wait. know it they know let's it. wait let's wait a little bit and, and i'm sure they were honored as shit when they saw this but i also doubt that they started pumping their chest about it because i i i think they realize that to me if i'm montez ford and 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 i'm dawkins and i see that i go okay that's where that's the kind of potential they see in us, mm-hmm. not necessarily where we are right now. So let's keep let's keep pushing on the gas. Let's keep doing what we're doing. And then when we get there, we'll know that, you know, it's like when they put Shaq on the uh, I don't know how much you follow basketball, but they they uh, they placed Shaq in, in like the 90s. Mm-hmm. They did like a top 50 players of all time. And, uh, okay. and Shaq was like in his second year or whatever, third year or something like that. Basketball and they put player. him on the list. <laughs> and they put him on the list. Yeah. And for one of the All Star games, they they uh they they brought out all fifty players, and he came out and represented his spot, obviously. And a lot of people were not happy because they're mm. like, "Well, he's a great player, but he's only been around for two or three years, right?" But that's the level of potential they saw in him. Now right. we fast forward twenty years; he's arguably one of the greatest centers to have ever played the game. So they right. got it right. They may get it right here. Street Profits may one day end up being one of the greatest tag teams of all time. But not better than the Natural Disasters, but, Buck. But we don't know yeah. as far as the future goes. We just know for sure it ain't today. Nope. <laughs> it's not today. Today is not the day that they are better than the Natural Disasters or Money, Inc. or all the teams that we just went through. Yeah. So exactly. I, I see it as potential. 
but we'll see what happens. 32 threw my wife uh, for a loop. <laughs> oh, uh, this is a, a legit good tag team in there. Good tag day. team, but she, she was confused for a second. Oh, because she was probably thinking. thinking I, I think guys. I know why. Yes. She's, <laughs> she's thinking of the other guys. So, yep, uh, 32, yep. because of the way they wrote it, right? So, they yeah. wrote, this is why I was confused because they wrote Shelton Benjamin and Charlie Haas, but they didn't write Jack, Jack and Jerry Briscoe. Right. They reversed it. Because right. Jack and Jerry Briscoe never went by the Briscoes. They were Jack and Jerry Briscoe. Exactly. Because it was back in the day when they didn't really have tag right. team names. Benjamin and Haas had a tag team name. Yeah. Well, what are you guys so doing? So they reversed this. So they were like, so for 32, they just wrote the Briscoes. And my wife said, no, that can't be because they're not in the WWE. I said, no, sweetie, this is this is the other, the other Briscoes. Briscoes. This is tidy whitey years. Yeah. They were fucking so underwear course, all the of time. Of course, I, I had the pleasure of explaining who Jack and Jerry Briscoe were. Uh, well, I, now that I think about it, she was kind of familiar with uh, Jerry because mm. he was one of the Stooges. Right. So that's where her memory of him comes. And then she was like, well, what's the deal with Jack? Well, I said, well, Jack was the better of the two. He was yep. a former NWA World Heavyweight Champion. Uh, so she's like, okay, impressive. Okay. So the more mm -hmm. I spoke on the Briscoes, the more she was like, all right, I get this. I yeah. understand this. They're in, fine on this list. In their yeah. era, they were dominant. Just, yeah. just they fit here. Right. If you're being a historian, they fit here. There's some new school fans who are going to see this list and go, what the fuck? Who are these people? Yeah, but if you if you do your research here, this team was legit. This was mm -hmm. a, real ta a real tag team for that era, and they were extremely successful. Uh, this next team actually kind surprised of me. Surprised me, too. I was just oh, say, okay, I yeah. Was, we're, we agree a lot I, here. I, I, well, well, that's why you're on the show a lot. <laughs> is there anything that I love more is people who think just like me. So Yeah, this I am very shocked surprised. that they're on the list and this high. Both, exactly. Yeah. On the list and this high. And again, not labeled under the right name. Right? right. So, so I'm, I don't think I'm revealing any spoilers here, but obviously, the but it's, it's Harper and well, Ronan. Well, no, not Harper and Ronan. What I'm saying is, is that like the shields on this list. Oh, right? okay. I'm not. I don't think I'm spoiling anything for anybody. I think everyone kind of assumed they would be on this list, but they're not labeled by the team mm. because the team was the two guys in the shield. They just wrote the shield. Oh. Here, they labeled the team. They didn't put the Wyatts. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting. How they Wyatt did that. family? Yeah. Right. I thought that was entering interesting. Or Bludgeon Brothers. Or Bludgeon Brothers. I thought yeah. it was extremely cool that they wrote Harper, and not you know just they were very specific as to the names. I thought that was cool, and I thought that was nice. Now let's get to the conversation with: Do we agree with the list, like the thirty-one? Do you agree with the fact? No, that I think they should be lower. Agreed. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah I actually thought the same thing. I thought it was a nice little. Yeah, I mean, because he, he's cap. no longer with us. Yeah, I yeah. thought it was a nice tip of the cap to them and all that. But mm -hmm. is the other guy still alive or Rowan? Yeah, yeah, no, he's still kicking. Okay, uh, the, that... he's doing. Oh, what was his name on the Indies? Eric Red or something like that? Or he's oh. he's doing some indie work or whatever. <clears throat> they had him on the AEW tribute show. I remember that he came yeah. out. Yeah, they never gave him a job, but they let him no. do the. <laughs> Can't hire them all, TK. Yeah. Uh, Oh, so yeah, so uh, uh, Harper and Rowan on this list, thirty-one. I agree with you. Uh, do the we say lower, but do they? How much? But do they belong on the list? 
do they belong on the list? I mean, I don't wouldn't I don't even know because it's like they, they had success. They had a really cool gimmick. Mm-hmm. The gimmick was did stand the test of time. I was gonna say they they were together for a while. Yeah, they actually survived two incarnations: Wyatt Family right. and the Bludgeon Brothers. Yeah, right. So, but they then actually, they fizzled out so hard that it was like, well, where'd they go? You know. Yeah. So I don't, know. I don't know if they're on. The I mean, list, if they they're going to be on the list, they should be much lower. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's a little high. That's yeah. a little high. So now yeah. we go to the other side of the bracket here, and now <clears throat> now here we go. We're getting to the creme de la creme here now. I'll say this. I agree with the fact. I think everybody on 30 and up should be on this list. You can make the argument yes. lower, higher. Yes, yes, yes. Except for one team. Oh. And we're going to get to them. I keep teasing it. When I explode, you guys are going to understand why. But I keep teasing it. But number 30 is a team that I thought should have been on here. Ooh. I'm sorry. British Bulldog and Owen Hart. I, I, there's no doubt in my mind should have been on this fucking list. Yeah, that was They're a good one team. of my favorite tag teams of all time. I love them to death. So many memories, my God in heaven. One of my favorite matches of them, I and nobody remembers. I always feel so bad talking about it because no one ever recalls it. Maybe you do. I don't know. Maybe. But it was the match where Sean came back from his. He found his smile again. Oh, yeah, back. I remember it that. It was Sean and Steve Austin against British Bulldog and Owen Hart. That's right. Yep. As we get closer to the formation. Well, actually, I think we're full throttle at this point. The formation of the Hart Foundation as a stable. Yeah. Not the team. And that was the one I will never forget where <clears throat> Sean's getting his ass kicked in the ring because Steve saw an opportunity to attack Brett. Mm-hmm. So four heart members are beating up Shawn Michaels in the ring, and Steve is doing the worst fucking punches, uh, lamp punches to Bret Hart ever of all fucking time, and then that leads to the Steve Austin Shawn feud, which was money. And I just that whole time period is fucking great. That was a great era of wrestling, yeah. and I believe Jim Cornette managed that team as well. The Bulldogs and Owen Hart. Ah, uh, yes, yes. Yeah, see, Camp Cornette. I think they were all a part of. Right. Uh. Oh, well, you know what? I think about it. Camp Cornette, also uh, before Bulldog, it was Owen Hart and Yoko, and Owen and Yoko is not on this list. Yeah, they that's a crime. Yeah. That was a good team. That was a good team, too. Yeah. Good team championships, everything. Yep. So, any memories? And here's you? a team that's on the list that's too high, Uh-oh. and that's Miz and Morrison. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think they're way too high. This is bullshit. <laughs> Yeah, they must have been in the room when they were making this yeah, list. Oh. Yeah. Like, they waited until Triple H finished with his water and then went to the bathroom. And then, hey, we're going to just write our names in higher. Yeah, he's just standing over his shoulder. Eh, a little up, a little more. Uh, yes. Uh, one more, one more. I mean, that's a good spot, but, you know, like, a little, a little, I mean, we're better. Yeah. Than, yeah. We're, better than, I, we're better than Harper and Rowan, right? I mean, just, just a little. A little yeah. That's, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I think uh, the Briscoe should be higher than them. Than Miz and Morrison? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. It's so funny. I think their earlier run was better than their current one. Yeah, I agree. I don't even know why I feel that way. I just do. I actually feel like them together right now is kind of out of place. I feel like it's a step down for, for The Miz. Yeah, I agree. Because he was in the title contendership, yeah. and now he's... I mean, he won the title while teaming with Morrison, so it, it wasn't that much of a hindrance for him but mm-hmm. i don't know i just feel like both of these guys could do better without the other 
Right. I don't necessarily think these guys needed to be a team together to do anything. Correct. At all whatsoever. So for them to be this high on the list. All right. So they were undisputed tag team champions back in the day. That was back in Miz's George, what was it? His uh his homicide gear when he had the player right. pants and the mm-hmm. what was that like? What the hell was that hat? I'll never forget that. Hat. I don't know. Never again with the hat. No. And then uh, you know Morrison, at that time Morrison was the one taking the step back. And right. Now, and now it's the other way around. <laughs> now he's holding Miz back for whatever. Yeah. And I'm not sitting on Morrison. I think Morrison's dope. I actually would like to see Morrison on his own. Uh, away from Miz. Uh, now that Frankie Monet is in NXT, hello, 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 can we get Morrison and Frankie Monet together? For a new on, M&M? On the, on the, no, fuck that. <laughs> Morrison and Monet. <laughs> well, Morrison, well, that, that would be Triple M, wouldn't it? Morrison, Monet, and Miz. And Miz, yeah, yeah. Tri- mm. 3MB. No, I'm just... Three. <laughs> <laughs> the new 3MB. Oh my god! Yeah, I, I I would love to see those guys not together. So yeah, it's funny because I think they've done enough to be on the list, but definitely not here. They're twenty nine, bro. Yeah, that's way too high. That's high. I'm telling you, they were in the room. They were like, "Hey, just put it higher. Just just a, just a little bit. Just a little, little Dude, bit. You could do a little. A little. Come on, a little better than that, right? Is it? Come on, come on, come on." <laughs> Uh, who's next here on this list? That would be me, and I'm gonna. It's the bar. No. Okay. Wait. 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 There was a silence for a second because we thought about it. Hold on a second. Now, hear me out. Hear me out on this. Hear me out on this. Okay. They're high. (laughs) That's my only thing. I actually like them as a team, but they're high. (laughs) Super high. Extremely high. Wait. They had a good run. And a couple of tag title victories in there. Uh, I don't. I don't know if they stood out like that. I don't no, know. absolutely I don't not. Know. Fuck them. Actually, both of them. <laughs> actually, teaming them together. If, when did you? When you said something earlier too about that, where they were like, be, "Oh, Rated RKO." They were begging for tag teams, right? Like yeah, that was the one. Yeah, time, this is another one of those instances where like we take nothing. Two, yeah, take two top stars that we have nothing for and push them in the tag team division. Yeah, uh, basketball Yeah, you know? they had some good matches with the Hardys, and so they, I mean they had some great matches. Yeah, I'm not gonna take that away from them, but but greatest no. tag team was... of all time. No, at 28, and and nonetheless above, you know, the natural disasters. Get the fuck out of here. Above that's the just, nasty boys. That's just pure bias at this point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Oh God! Uh, yeah. So you've got oh, the next team. next team. Hell no! Now, now let's be fair about this. The only reason why I actually maybe we disagree on this. I think they're okay. in the exact spot they need to be. I don't know. I think they should be lower. Think you should. They, you think they should be lower? Okay, that's fine. Yeah. That's fine. But hear me out. Let me explain why I feel this way. This okay. was, in my opinion, this was the real genesis of the Yes Movement. During oh, this time period. The no. The no's. Yeah. Exactly. Because yeah. he was doing the yes before that. And it was kind of starting to get over, but not really. That's how the no started. Because the people started doing the yeses. Right. And he was like, he just wanted to be the opposite of everybody else. No, I, right. then, I, then if you're going to do yes with me, then forget it. No, 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 no. And he would run down the down the aisle and do the whole no. 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 
yeah, I remember that. That, that was, was fun, with, but that was with Kane. Yeah, and and during that. during the Team Hell No run, and they were the tag team champions, and they were having dope ass matches. And again, this was this. Here we are again with Kane, Kane yep. and X Pac, and <laughs> he's on this list a lot. Yeah, he's on this <laughs> list a lot, and this was yeah. another one where I'm just like, no, I, I think he's right where he needs to be. But you, you do think that he should be lower? How much lower Definitely. do you think you would put Team Hell No here? Oh, Team Hell No should be the forties. Yeah, the I mean the Nasty Boys are way too low. At I 41. give you that. I give you that. The nasty yeah. boys. I think Tim Hell knows better than Eminem. Yes. And better I agree. than Batista and Ric Flair. Oh, way better. <laughs> better Rick than Flair. DIY. Yeah. Uh, there's a few of them on here. Better than the Street Profits. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I agree so, with all of these. There you go. Team Hell No. Uh, oh, 26 God. for me. Now, this was more of a nostalgia pick. Yeah. More of a nostalgia pick. So 26 was Nikolai Volkov and the Iron Sheik. Now, hear me out on this. Hear me out. I actually really like this one. And this one's where I, it should be, in yeah, all honesty. I, that's yeah. what I was going to say. Yeah, this is actually a good the, spot for them. They were the first real uh, the, heel, heel team. Yeah, and they were like, that was the Iran-Contra era. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, these were the guys. I mean, you want to talk about old school heat and death threats and all that. Yeah, sure this, this was the team that lived it, bro. Yeah, like, this is. But I, I will fuck you in the ass uh, and humble you. This America, is Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Sheik is still spitting on America to this goddamn day. Hell's yeah. Yeah, he's but he, that's another bad motherfucker. Sheiky baby is the king of Twitter. Yeah, yeah, he is. Oh yeah, another bad motherfucker for sure. Yeah, yeah, like he's in the realm of like Ming and fucking. Oh yeah, he'll stretch you. He'll yeah, fuck you up. He had a. He was one of those people that Hogan was legitimately fucking afraid of. Yeah, he was like, he's "Yo, like, is he gonna like do this right?" Like him and Andre. Yeah, this uh, he was like, "Uh, yeah, boss, don't worry." <laughs> this fucking guy was. Uh, he she, there was some people that would have fuck talk Hogan up. <laughs> Volkov was uh, Volkov was the one that had me pissed. I think he he was the the one veteran that wrestled that one time. He got booked for a show, and it wasn't a real like company or whatever. So they had like some sort of an issue with their ring or whatever, and they didn't have a ring, but they didn't want to cancel the show. So some of the guys they had booked uh, had guarantees. You know they had, they got to give them this money. So Volkov showed up and they wrestled on gym mats. Oh not, shit! Not a lie. It was gym mats, and I was like, I'm "Sure, he loved that." You're not, you're not fucking doing this, are you for real? Especially at his age. Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? That's crazy. That company got ripped apart. I never heard about that company again. Fuck that. Word. But yeah, like mad, mad credit to them. They were the first real hail tag team. Yeah. Up Look, next. The next one. Oh yeah, go ahead, say it. Los Guerreros. Viva la raza. Viva la raza. Going back to the world's greatest tag team, this was my favorite combination. Mm-hmm. Uh, Benjamin Haas against the Guerreros. That whole SmackDown era yeah. of Ray and Edge, Benoit and Angle, Guerreros. Oh, you mean Stevie Richards. Yeah, uh, Stevie Richards. Excuse me. Yeah, I just yeah, I got to call him by his government name. Sorry. <laughs> Uh yes, and uh, that whole run, that SmackDown that, yeah, six that was run good. of tag teams, 
was fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Los Goreros was in there traveling, Eddie. I'm like, yeah. Yo, and that the cars that used to come out in oh, and hell shit. Hell yeah. Oh my god. And the vignettes with the golf game. Yeah. And- <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yes. Dope. I. You know what? I think they should be higher. Actually. Wow. You know what? I yeah. Would, I wouldn't disagree with it. Yeah, because they. That was really a good time that they had, like a that good a, run that they had, and it was. Run. It was a good era, and I, I think they were more memorable than Man. the other people on this list. There's one team in particular that I'm like, whoa, way too high. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they, they, I'm going to give them even more credit because I don't know how many times I wouldn't even sing it. I would just talk their theme. Yeah. The <laughs> yeah. Los Cojeres, fall in love <laughs> with that Latin charm. Yeah, I love Chica, that. Is it enough, amigo? He's <laughs> <laughs> always singing all the time. You're not cheating. You're not trying. We're not yeah. We cheat. We steal. That's like, wait. Nah, we cheat. We they steal. had the most heel theme ever, and it was the most baby face pop you ever heard in your phone. Yes. Now. They're literally exactly. telling you in the song, we are liars and we're cheaters. We're cheaters, and we're going to steal shit. We're going to steal everything. They used to steal hubcaps and shit. Yeah. It was hilarious. <laughs> One of my favorite tag teams of all time. Absolutely. 24. Yeah. They have them here as the APA. I have no which idea is awful. why. Which is awful. But they're, people sometimes, the new fans, APA, right? What Damn. does APA stand for? It was Act Light, Light Protection, Protection Agency. Agency. But I will never let them live down the fact that they sold a t-shirt that said, always pounding ass. <laughs> I, will, I will never let them live that shit down. I tried to buy that shirt so many fucking times. My mother would not let me buy that shirt. I have I'm, no idea why she wouldn't let me buy a shirt that said always pound an ass on it. That's a good one. Yeah, that's a great one. Yeah. You know what? We're going to do that for the Blood Brothers. Always pound, there you always go. pound an ass. That's what we're Blood gonna, Brothers. Blood Brothers. That has two meanings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a double entendre. It's a double entendre. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Oh, man. 23, brother man. The Blackjacks. Hold on, actually. Hold on. Before we go to the Blackjacks, you already mm-hmm. did it. I'm sorry. I forgot to mention something about the, uh, the APA. About the APA. Right, 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 right. So remember we were talking before about the criteria of it, right? Mm-hmm. As success as they t- as the team, right? right? I wanted to get your thoughts on this. Okay. Does this because because now we're getting higher up into the list here, and I wanted to save it. I almost did it when we did Rated RKO, but I want to save it. As we get higher up this list, right? And matter of fact, you just named the Blackjack, so I don't have to stay on the APA. We'll, we'll include this in the Blackjack conversation. But mm-hmm. when you see teams like this that are successful as a team, and then after the team, the individuals lead on either to other success as singles or maybe even other tag teams, like we said about Kane, right? Because right. Kane has other like teams. 20 tag teams in right. the Right, like 20, 20, 20. <laughs> Does the wrestler's success after the team pump up? the legacy so to speak of the team to begin with well that's the only reason why i can see other teams being so high on this list that shouldn't be okay that's the only reason why i think that this list is created the way it is because of the individual's singles success prior or after the breakup of the team made them higher up on the list i don't agree that um the APA or the blackjacks should be higher or lower. I think they're in good spots, but I I do question that theory as to their placement on the list because of their success in single competition. 
Because so, so like they're taking the criteria of oh okay these guys broke up and then this guy's career skyrocketed like yeah. JBL had a great career after the great APA career career yeah like it was insane like, and I was like how the fuck is this guy still the champ you know what I mean yeah. and then you forget he's a big fucking dude absolutely yeah and he's I, a huge dude <laughs> I, I want to ask you that question about the success after because I also now want to follow up and say. Does the lack of success after the team hurt the team? It like should. They, like they were together and they were successful. And as soon right. as they broke up, both of their careers just kind of fizzled. Does that make the team feel a little mm-hmm. less? And you would think, but but there's another team up here on this list that after they broke up, they sucked ass. Okay. All right. And, we, we, and, we and they're up be, higher on the yeah, list. We may not be thinking of the same team, or maybe we are. We'll see. We might be. But Blackjacks, let's let's real quickly just the, they the kind of fit Jacks. this later criteria. Yeah, Blackjack Mulligan, Blackjack Lanza. That's the yeah. original Blackjacks team. Mm-hmm. We did see a new variation of that later on in the years from the WWE, the new Blackjacks, which back to the APA, that'd be Bradshaw yep. and uh Barry Windham. Yep. Uh, that's when they brought Bradshaw in the first time. Right. Uh, but yep. this is the uh, the original team of Mulligan and Lanza, mm-hmm. who were huge stars outside of the WWE. Right. And they brought those teams in, and they had they did have some success here, but they will always be known for their work outside of the WWE. Right. Does that factor in? Because this list is about what happened in the WWE bubble, but do you think these teams – should be given just a little bit more because of what they were able to do outside of it as well. I'm thinking the way that this is structured, they just probably said, you know what, Bradshaw is a big name, so we're going to put him on the list twice. I mean, you but, know. Uh, that's the thing I'm wondering, too, because it just says the Blackjacks. Now, the Black- right. is it? Does that mean the originals, or does I, that mean the new I guys? I assume it's the originals, because even when, when the new Blackjacks made their entrances yeah. they were labeled at the bottom the lower third the new black the new black check so it's got to be the original it's got to right. be you're the right. original that's what i'm saying like I, I i i if you're including their overall team success not just in the wwe bubble i think they're in the perfect spot yeah if you're just telling me okay we're just looking at wwe they're too high they're way too high they're way too way too high, way yeah. too high. they too should high. be like and, and yeah like, like the just, natural disaster should be here you know these fucking guys go right back to the, I, don't, I don't know if you guys know but i think the natural disasters should be at a higher spot yeah way higher uh, the nasty boys you know like yeah you know uh, i don't know the top 20 like yeah. come on what the fuck? so 22 is the shield i'll give it to them uh, yeah they're fine there they're fine there again yeah. the shield is what's labeled right but the team at the time was reigns and rollins Right. So here we go again. After the team, that success doesn't factor in. I think here it didn't it really does. matter. I, I, here I don't think it mattered. I think they did enough as a team to warrant some level of greatness on this list. Okay. Um, yeah, they were tag team champions, right. But they were having – I mean, they were hitting home runs every night. Right. And they were doing it – that was the year where it was like the year of the Shield. Mm-hmm. Where like they were the only really forget the best thing on TV. They were the only thing on TV for like a yeah. full year. So they that team kind of carried the company because Ambrose as US champion, forget that, right? That didn't right. that didn't really work out so well. But them as a team, uh working against the people they were working against, including that re- that really cool angle against the Rhodes brothers, uh with Goldust and Cody. Oh, with yeah, Dusty I forgot their, about that. With that Dusty, was a really good with, angle. With Dusty in their corner and they were fighting yeah. for the name and all this other stuff. 
Like they did some really cool shit. Uh, yeah, they had some great champions. stories. Yeah. yeah, they did. They did. So I, yeah, I actually exactly. liked them on this list. I didn't like the fact that it was labeled the Shield because yeah. you're because you're you're mixing up people who aren't paying attention to these details are going to go. Well, I don't know. The Shield's one of the most influential groups. So <laughs> not groups, not groups. Yeah, this is a different team. list if we're doing groups. Yeah, Shield a lot higher up. If we're oh starting, yeah, if we're start talking about groups. Yeah, this I is agree. just the team and the team. Yeah, Money Inc. would be higher up too. If, that's the if we're talking, yeah, you go. So yeah, yeah, there you go. So you're up next here. Now, before you go, the next two. This is my punch the laptop moment. So go ahead. Oh wow, yeah. dude, we're yeah, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is my punch the laptop moment. Go ahead. Yes. DX Triple H and HBK. Yes, that's twenty one. That's twenty one. Now again, if we're talking stables, yeah, DX, stable they changed the DX game. DX is going up, right? They They're... the reason why WWF didn't go bankrupt. Yeah, pretty you know much. what I mean. And uh, so they're talking about the team, and obviously, uh, even in '97, they didn't really team that much per se. Right. Uh, Sean was the WWF champion. Triple H was rocking that Euro title for a while. They were st- they were a group, but they were still kind of single stars. This is more related to the 2006-2007 run that they mm-hmm. had when they were a full-fledged tag team, even winning tag team gold at some point. Right. But they they did have a pretty cool run. I like him in this spot. Do do you agree with No, they should be lower. They should be lower. Okay. okay. Yeah. Is it because of the longevity part? Correct. They weren't Okay. Fair enough. No, I can't. I can't. Yeah, in this particular instance, I mean, the other one, they're higher in the list. I, I agree with that. You know, I'm not a big DX guy. Okay. You know, I having met all of them except Triple H in person, and having two instances of love and hate with one of the with X Pac, where I the first time then he was like, "Back the fuck up! Back the fuck up! We're too close." To the next one where we're drinking beers, having a conversation, it's like, okay, I like this guy now. You know what I mean? It's like the adult, the maturity, things like that. And, you know, I have a, a, a affinity for him now as a person, despite the China. Um, <laughs> I still haven't seen that yet. I want to watch that. Oh, Lord. <laughs> but but these two, nah. these two don't, don't need to be on this list at all, in my opinion. Oh, because of their greatness as single stars. Yeah, yeah I feel they like they're taking like a spot. You just, and I think this is one of those things like, you know what? I'm Triple H. Put my name on the list. You know, like, well, I really like think we that that's why earlier, they're here in this high. Yeah, like we were saying earlier about The Miz. He was like, no, no, no. I think we're higher than that. Triple yeah. H. And Triple <laughs> H goes, no, no, you're right, because we're definitely higher than that. Like, like, yeah, like, yeah. You guys are exactly. higher than that. We're higher than that. So, okay, it is. Yeah. And he was just, wherever Miz winds up, we got to be a couple of spaces above that. Exactly. Exactly. Go. Oh, man. So, yeah, so this was my punch to laptop moment because 20 is the undisputed era. Now hold the goddamn phone for one goddamn second. No, no. Don't get me wrong. They're great. The undisputed era is fucking, was, excuse me, Yeah. was fucking awesome. And if that act would have gone on to the main roster and continued his dominance, we might have something here. But it started, it lived, and it died died in developmental. Exactly. No. <laughs> I'm sorry. No. I, first of all, even if you're going to put them on the list, if you're going to put any NXT team on this list, I would have understood this one. Mm-hmm. 
like somewhere at a low right they low can be floor. where Dawkins or DIY yeah you know. even 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 if you were going to remove it, like if you, you were to tell me, okay, I understand your beef with NXT, so can you just give me one? If I say, yeah, take the one, and your one is the Undisputed Era, I would have bought it, right? Yeah. Like Street Profits being on this list still makes sense because they're not an NXT team. They mm-hmm. are on the main roster. These dudes are still in fucking developmental. And I don't yeah, they understand. never they never broke the seal. Never fucking left. They yeah. they had a brief moment when they were doing that triple brand war thing. Right. But right back to fucking full yeah. sale. Don't fucking tell me that these motherfuckers are not in developmental. They're at fucking You're going to go hang out in the bush leagues. You might as well just not be on the Jeez, list. Fucking, and then you put them right above fucking DX. Or the shield. Fuck, and the shield. Yeah. Like in That's concession. In concession. Let's look at this again. Los Guerreros, APA, Blackjacks, Shield, DX, and then the Undisputed Era. Fuck a horse. I don't buy it. I don't believe it. And I don't know what. But see, I said earlier about Street Profits and Potential. This is probably where they see these guys too. And that's fair. But this is supposed to be your official list. So you're slapping people in the fucking face with this. Mm -hmm. They're, They're great. They're not greatest i mean this is we're talking about the top 20 teams of all time of all that have right. ever fucking existed in this fucking company stop it i don't buy into it i'm sorry nope absolutely nope. not now 19 is yours you go ahead and, and introduce your your 19 okay um 19 folks we have the soul patrol now <laughs> here's the thing I had to Google this. Yeah, I know. I did. Because, too. I had to look it up right now. Actually, yeah. I I looked them up before the show, and I was like Rocky Johnson and Tony Atlas. I said, okay, I know who they are, right? And I know that they're former tag team champions, and I understand why they're on the list because they're the first black right. WWF tag team champions. Am I the only one who did not fucking know that Soul Patrol I have was no that idea? Fucking, and I'm I didn't know they very... had a name. So yeah, I was like, all right, I, I know of them. That's cool, and I know that what's gonna call it. I know that Rocky Johnson, Soul Man, John, Rocky Soul Man Johnson. I got that, so I know where the soul comes from. I don't know where Patrol's coming from, but Tony Atlas and uh, Rocky Johnson obviously a historic tandem, the first African American WWE champions of any division or title or status at all whatsoever. Right. So I can see why they're putting them on this list. I just told my wife. I said, "Do you understand how crazy it is?" That in 2021, if Kofi Kingston and Bobby Lashley main event this upcoming Money in the Bank, if they're last, it'll be the first time in WWE history two African-American males will be competing for the title in the main event of a WWE pay-per-view. Oh, wow. And my wife said, wow, that's amazing. I said, no, I take it even further. There's only been two WWE champions in history. If you eliminate the argument about The Rock, Mm -hmm. there's only been two African-American WWE champions in history. The guy defending the belt at Money in the Bank was number two. The guy he's competing against was was number number one. one. So, for the first time in any wrestling history, we've got the first champion and the second second champion champion. competing against each other. That's always been a fantasy deal. Well, what if Fez and this person or Bachwinkle and this person? No, this will actually exist. 
Sunday, yeah. July 18th. <laughs> and I don't mean to do a promo for them, but, right. but they're not going to fucking say it on their program, so I'll say no. it on mine. For whatever, they know the, the stigma that comes with it. Well, you know what it is? It's not really so much a stigma. Is that if, in order for them to acknowledge this as a positive history, that would be removing the blanket over the years of negative history exactly. behind it, and they'd rather just, no, we'll just keep it like this. Look, we're fixing it. Okay, we're fixing okay. it. Okay, we're making it right. We made two black women the rain event last year, this past WrestleMania. Okay, Give yeah, there a, you go. Give us a fucking break. We're trying here. Mm-hmm. So I'm not gonna criticize them for, but yes, I didn't know Soul Patrol had a fucking name, and uh, they did. Neither did I, and I consider myself an avid wrestler. I would put them lower, especially classic. Yeah, I would put them. I would put them lower, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, because this is one of those teams where it's like after this, those careers down. Yeah. So this is the this is the team of, that I was thinking of. Yes, and the next team as well. I think. Yep. To a degree. When they broke up there, I mean, Fuji went on to some success, but Tanaka, uh, I think, became more of a a, a movie star. More, well, he also worked a little bit backstage promotions and stuff like that. Oh. Uh, Professor Turo Tanaka and Mister Fuji, who you name dropped before we went on the air here. Uh, you, you were a bit of fan, of, a bit of a fan of their work as well. It could not possibly have been that Polynesian connection uh, that I'm thinking, right? You didn't look at these Asian fellows and go, "Hmm, someone that I can look up to." <laughs> Possibly, <laughs> <laughs> because when I wanted to get my Asian fix, I looked at the Jumping Bomb Angels. Those were my babies. Oh wow. <laughs> Jeez. That, was, that was my Asian fix until until they threw Tanaka uh, Tanaka Takemichinoku at me, and then I finally got my fix. Oh man, uh, yeah. So uh, Tanaka and Fuji, they're uh, they're fine to me on this list great. at this space. Yeah, they're great. Uh, if you want, they were amazing. And Professor Tanaka is another one. The well, actually, Fuji, both of them will beat the shit out of you for real. Beat the shit out of you for real. They were bad dudes, man. And those were this was a rare team. Because, yes, they did perform in the WWE, but this was the rare team for that era because the business at that time was very territorial. Right. Was, this is the era of the territories. Right. And they wrestled in almost every one of them. Yeah. They were at Calgary. They were at Mid-South. They were in Florida. They were in the mm-hmm. WWE. They wrestled everywhere as a goddamn team. Everybody wanted a piece of that tag team because they could draw some fucking heat. Yeah. Tanaka and Fuji were, uh, uh, were great heel tag team. I'm actually not surprised they're this high on the list. No. Uh, because Absolutely not. Yeah, for all the shit we've given about, oh, they should be higher, oh, they should be lower. This one, yeah. I was like, I have no, I had no problem with this at all whatsoever. Yeah. They're a fantastic team. As a matter of fact, now that I'm looking at this list, Tanora, uh, Tanora, Tanaka and Fuji would have been a dream match against this next team. Yes. That actually would have been a fight. I would have loved and to have seen that. That would have been amazing. And that's the Steiner Brothers. The Steiner Brothers. Which is a WCW thing, but fuck it. Yeah. Uh, matter of fact, no, no, fuck it. Bring it back for a second because the Steiner brothers in WWE compared Didn't to the Steiner well. brothers anywhere else, right? Not the same Steiner nope. brothers. No, this was like the Diet Coke of Steiner yeah, brothers. They did okay. Right. That's they, why they're fine where yeah, they are on this list. I think this was this was this when they had the dog. They had the was that? Yeah, they had the dog. Yeah, they had because a, they had the collegiate, the the collegiate coats. Yeah, the University of Michigan. Yeah. I always hated Scotty's fucking hair, but I got over it once. He had I a saw, mullet. Yeah, once of I saw hated it. That, that that fucking hairstyle is awful. Once I saw his Steiner driver though. Yeah, I was I like, all right, it. you know what? Uh, yeah, uh, that's uh, a variation of Ray's RSD. 
is yeah. the, uh, the the starter. Yeah, what you call it? Yeah. You know, um, Frankensteiner. This might be too inside, but Joe's uh, seen Ray's Russell quite a few times. Oh yeah. You know his version of the RSD, the uh, from the suplex position into uh-huh. the driver. He got that from uh, was that Ultimate Muscle? Was that Ultimate Muscle or Dream? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there was somebody who did uh, the suplex, right? And they did it into a tombstone. It was like one of those ridiculous video games. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I've seen it was a lot like of Into like discombobulated, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So he said, I want to use the driver, but I don't want to just hoist a nigga on my shoulders because that shit hurts my back. Oh, wow. So he said, wow. what if I did it from the suplex? Because from the suplex, they can jump. Yeah. And then all I got to do is just fucking position him. And I said, do it. <laughs> save it. your back, brother. Yeah, save your back. Save your back. So back. yeah, that was a fucking wild story. For, you should have been in the park first time he hit that. Oh yeah, bro. It was like, what the fuck? <laughs> the fuck was that? <laughs> and the dude who took it was surprised he wasn't hurt. And we were oh like, wow. He was like, holy shit. Uh, but the Steiner brothers, yeah, Rick and Scott. You gotta mm. watch their WCW shit. Don't watch them. Yeah, the WCW shit was amazing. The, the, the only WWE match I would but... recommend from the Steiners and WWE: watch the SummerSlam match with the Heavenly Bodies. Yeah, that, that was, was a good match. That was a great match. That, that was, was a great. That match. was good. That was good. Uh, so number sixteen, Rock and Sock Connection, brother. That was a fun team, but that was a comedy team. Comedy team and not a very long, like not long at yeah, all. They 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 got over. Yeah, but. And people still kind of remember it, and they kind of go to it every now and then when they talk, you know, promos with each other. They kind of brought it back in 04 for like mm-hmm. a short amount of time. But no, nah, they, they should way too high. This is this. way too high for that. If way gonna, too high. If you're going to put rated RKO at 40. <laughs> and these guys should be 41. These guys were almost identical yeah. to rated RKO with the exception of at least rated RKO won the straps. Yeah. The, 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 this was, a, like you said, a comedy team, and they weren't. A team for long, few no. three four months maybe at the most. They got a few pay per view matches out of it, and then that was it. Yeah, they had a great segment, the highest rated segment in Raw history. But that's which is probably why they're on the list in this position. Which is probably why they're on the list. And I think this is one of those few teams where they went, it's the Rock, right? So it's like we gotta, yeah, we gotta put that in. I was surprised that they're higher than Triple H and HBK. I thought for sure he would be like number number two. You know, like. <laughs> I wish you'd be high. Like, uh, uh, I was actually surprised that DX wasn't in the top 10, but I digress. Yeah. yeah. I was actually surprised. I was like, wow, look at you guys trying to be humble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, this, this position and this team, perfect fit. I the know. Wild Samoans. Okay, yes. The Wild Samoans. Perfect fit. The, number the 15. fathers and grandfathers here of the Yeah, Samoan this is Dynasty. Team. This is. Yes, this is Afa and Sika. Mm-hmm. And they wrestled during the era where they this these were real tag teams here. Yeah. They, these guys, these were the wild fight guys. They, they, yeah. They're not going to exchange too many holes with you, but they they, they were uh, happening. When the wild mm-hmm. Samoans came out, boy, their entrance. Oh, the, yeah. Just the entrance alone. They tried to bite fans and shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was fucking awesome. They were a yeah, sight. Were, that was a great see. team. Oh, my God. Did they ever com- compete against the natural disasters, though? That's what the world really wants to know. That's what we wanted, and we never got it. Oh, man. Maybe because of the heel factor? Is that why? Could be. Know. Could be. Maybe because the ring couldn't take all that weight? <sighs> well, to be fair, if the Samoans are fighting them, they wouldn't have spent too much time in the ring. No. They would have been ringside hitting those guardrails, baby. Yeah, yeah. True, now, true. Samoans. Look at Alpha and Seeker. <laughs> oh, man. Number 14. 
the rockers yeah fucking michael Shawn michaels marty Jannetty. they're probably more famous now for the Jannetty comparison than anything else like every tag yeah. team has a marty Jannetty now yes yes Gennetti that's right yeah their fucking team yeah one of you is going to be a Shawn michaels and the other's going to be a marty Jannetty. <laughs> somebody's going to be marty Jannetty. somebody's going to go through a glass window and disappear but he was a good wrestler oh they were both great they were both great the only thing that stopped marty was marty mm. marty, marty, marty was fantastic if marty would have had a head on his goddamn shoulders he'd have been fine yeah. Sean equally did not have a hit on his shoulders, but Sean was better than Marty. Talent I think Sean was. had a great skill of what's called brown nosing. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> that's oh, yeah. what he, elevated he, him. He, uh, he figured that game out real fucking fast, didn't he? Yep. Uh, yeah. So the Rockers, I mean, they. And, I think and, they should be lower. Uh, probably. But they were influential at the time. They were. They were a different style for WWE yeah. at that time. A lot of tag teams were complaining about the Rockers, yeah, uh, because of that speed. Uh, the only team that really didn't complain was the Heart Foundation, because they, Heart Foundation, baby, they made time for that. <laughs> yep. We got time for Sean and Marty. We got something. Yeah, the Heart Foundation were the best. <laughs> uh, we're gonna get to them in a second. You want to yeah, talk about? Yeah, yeah. Hey, folks, when we get to the top ten, you're gonna see some top tier filleting. Yeah, because uh, we're some of those teams that were in the top ten. I'm gonna be honest with you. I, uh, <laughs> There's not much. There's not much changing I would do with this top ten. Not nope, much. Not at all. Not but at all. the but the Rockers uh, definitely were an influential tag team. Definitely belong on the list. You can argue yes, their place, but not this high. You could argue their place, right? Some might right. say lower. Some might say really low. It depends. But they're on this list. Yeah. Uh, especially with their Phantom Championship win, which will ever go down in folklore history. Yeah. Because it was always rumor. Remember, only the people in the building that day knew for real what had happened. Right. We didn't get to see that until way later in the years when we finally found out, wow, they really did have that for like win, two seconds. Win the belt, and then because of a broken rope or whatever, they decided not to do it. That was one of the first times I think Cornette mentioned it. There's like, there's, that's never happened in history where they just, well, something broke. We're just going to retape the ending and then, like, wait, what? You're going to retape an ending? How does that work? Now they do it all the time, but before back in that day, that was a first. So yeah. I give the Rockers credit for that. Number thirteen, the Mega Powers. Oh yeah, now here's the thing, brother. It's gonna be very controversial, but I think they're too fucking high on this. I list, totally agree, friend. and I'm a big Hulk Hogan mark I, and Macho Yeah, man. I love them both, but as a but team, a team I don't that know. wasn't long lasting. Do believe they belong on the list because kids, man, when the Mega Powers hit, they were fucking over like Rover. They told yeah. some good stories. I think they were together at least a year. Right. And they're, and they're, it, was, it was a WrestleMania to WrestleMania. Yeah, and they built and it was to build up toward that next fucking WrestleMania. Their yeah, storyline was yeah. their storyline was genius. You can't Yeah, that was a good good run, but they had way too high. Yeah, you can't book it any better than the way that they did. But they weren't together for very long. No. They didn't win any tag team titles. They they nope. they feuded even when they feuded with other teams, you can always you still always felt the tension between them. You always knew that the the tension was it was always about them competing against each other, never really about the team. Yeah. And as soon as Macho comes out, yeah, you gotta get your hot dog in the grandstand in yeah. <laughs> and that's when you knew, like, okay, they're gonna fight at some point, yeah. And uh, th- obviously, they deserve to be on this list, no doubt about it. Right. But I also right. felt they were very high. On I agree. This list. Um. 
not much you can say about the Mega Powers we haven't already said. The Valiant Brothers mm-hmm. are number 12. Now, I have to explain the Valiant Brothers. I don't know <laughs> if you know. Well, what are your thoughts on the Valiant Brothers as a team? That's why uh, I want to get the names down because these names are legendary. Hold on one yeah, second. Is that I, I wrote it down here. It is Handsome Jimmy Valiant, Luscious right. Johnny Valiant, and Gentleman Jerry Valiant. My God, Luscious Handsome and gentlemen, son. That, that is yeah. legendary shit right there, bro. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. my God. But I have to ask the question here. What are your thoughts on the Valiant Brothers? They didn't really have a long run. Like, I'm surprised they're this high on the list. I can explain it. I actually, hold on one second. Let me go here. They, had, they were in the World Wrestling Federation from 1978 to 1979. There you go. Yeah, very yeah, short. John, Jerry and Johnny, excuse me, Jerry and Johnny ended in 1980. Uh, but this, the group as a whole there was only about a year, about a year and change. wasn't a, wasn't even a full two years because right. it was like late 78 to early 1980. So it wasn't even a full two years. But the reason why they're on this list, let's face it, let's be honest here. This is Vince McMahon's favorite tag team of all time. Mm. He's a big Valiant Brother fan, and he uh, – they were the top tag team. Uh, they were doing the territory thing, and then McMahon Sr. brought them in what? in 78. Yeah. And uh, right when uh, Junior was thinking about taking over the business and doing his thing, that's when he became a big fan of the uh, of the Valiants. Gotcha. Uh, and kept them around for a while, whether they were in the ring or as agents or whatever the case may be. He was a big Valiants guy. So that's why they're on this list. It's Vince's no, okay. list that makes a lot of sense. And his favorite. T- hey, you're lucky they didn't get in the top 10. They got close. They got 12. <laughs> they should be number one. Yeah, like, yeah, if it was really my list, they would have been the top tag team. But yeah. I digress. But uh, he, uh, that's why they're on this list. And more importantly, that's why they're this high on the list. Yeah. Is the, uh, is the old Valley. Is the old Vince McMahon Iggy. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Just like the Hall of Fame. He gets, mm-hmm. to, he gets to make the call. Yeah, well, you're doing odd numbers, so you'll get and, the chance. And I'm grateful for that because yes. one of my favorite teams. Yes, other than has, the natural disasters. Other than the natural disasters is the poor man's Legion of Doom. The poor, <laughs> the great value version. I'm <laughs> great Listen, value. They, American <laughs> choice. <laughs> oh man, the official demolition. Demolition. I am the axe. Yo, they had I Alice Cooper the sing their theme song. You know Listen, that was awesome. They invested. <laughs> they put some time and money in them. And then once they got Legion Doom, they were like, nah, nah, we don't need you. Goodbye. So my wife says, she goes, because she knows that I have a lot of beef with my friend Paul Green about the demolition and their lack of uh, positioning in the Hall of Fame. Now, right. regardless of my feeling on demolition, uh, let's be honest. The only reason they're not in the Hall of Fame is because of the legal battles right. that the members of Demolition have had against the WWE. Correct. Had that not existed, they probably would already be in there. Because they they're, they're running out of Hall of Fame. On the top yeah. five on this list. Because, yeah, they probably actually would have been higher because this yeah. was their Road Warriors. Right. Vince tried to get the Road Warriors a bunch of times. Dusty, Bill Watts, everyone was too goddamn smart for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't until finances became what they were when he finally got a hold of them. But until then, he needed a Road Warrior team. In his head, I need a Road Warrior team. So he made one. Yep. And this was where Demolition comes in. 
Hence, America's Choice. (laughs) There it is. So, the credit that they always get is that they were the longest reigning tag team champions for a long time. time. Uh, Not just all time, but for a long time. It wasn't beaten for 30 30 years later. Yeah, when the New Day beat them. Yeah. Uh, When the New Day did it. And they did it as a, and people will say, well, they did it as a trio. Well, Demolition was a trio, fuckheads. Yep. Uh, Not the original incarnation. Uh, but when when uh, what was it? Crush came along. Crush, yeah, Crush. When Crush came along, then it became the whole. Brian the Adams, whole, not the singer. Yeah, not not the singer. <laughs> but here's here's where, if Paul Green hears this, he's gonna shit himself. I actually would have put them higher. Wow, thank I, you. I would have had like them, they're my I team. Would have, I would have had them uh, at least top five. Ten. Okay. Either nine or ten, and I'll explain. In a little bit, because now we're getting into the, the, the top ten here. I'll mm-hmm. explain who I would switch out for them. I am but, probably going to pick the same team, but okay. go ahead. All right, but that's what I'm saying. Axe and Smash here, uh, they deserve it. Because they were, regardless of how they got started, and as soon as they got the Roll Warriors, it was over. Mm-hmm. Into the garbage bin you went. And, yep. you, and then all of a sudden, what I said, yeah. all of a sudden, you're the re-re-re-repo, man. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, so they deserve to be in that spot, and I actually would have had them higher because of what they turned that chicken shit into chicken salad. They sure did. They deserve, even I have to say, they deserve better than that. But we'll get into that because now it's time for the top ten here. And I'm starting off here with the even number, and mm-hmm. we're starting off with the British Bulldogs. Now, Love this team. Now, here's the thing, folks. The British Bulldogs were fucking awesome. You, Amazing. You, 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 you don't know what tag team looks like, tag team wrestling looks like yet, and if you haven't seen a British Bulldog tag team match. Mm-hmm. And we were talking earlier about how the Hart Foundation made time for the Rockers. <laughs> they had all the time in the world. Yeah. So they the made British, time for Strike Force. For the British Bulldogs. Okay? Yeah. They, oh, listen, the Hart Foundation and Strike Force was awesome tag matches, too. Yeah. Uh, but the British Bulldogs, that and my kid, Davey Boy Smith, uh, fantastic. Amazing. Amazing. This oh, is, my God. This is where the flady begins, folks. This, yes. This is up. one of the greatest tag teams I have ever witnessed in my whole <laughs> fucking life. Uh, actually, uh, after oh, almost every time that I watch either one of them on camera for anything, I immediately start YouTubing British Bulldog matches. Yeah. I just, just want to get back into the mode, bro. And I was just, I, I just love this. A- any specific memories of this team that uh, that you remember? Besides um, Matilda? I remember they fought. Oh, my God. There was a match they had with, I think it was. Um, Oh my god! There, there were so many great matches with them. Yeah. Did they like stomp the Rockers? They beat the shit out of the Rockers on quite a. I remember that. Yeah, they like crushed yeah. them. I remember that. I was always shocked as to how fucking muscular Dynamite Kid was. Yeah. Like as a as a kid. Because you're you're standing next to the British Bulldog who was ridiculously muscular. Yeah, but it, yeah. for some reason, and call me crazy, Davey looked like he should have been that muscular. It fit him. Dynamite right. did not look like he should have been that goddamn T H I C C. He was thick. Yeah. And I was like, how does he move like that? He's that fucking thick. And he moved like a gazelle. And I was yeah. Like, Jesus Christ. What a fucking tag team. Google it, folks. Google it. Number nine. 
Number nine. Numero nueve. nueve. The Brothers of Destruction. Now. Kane returns to the list yet Kane's, again. Kane has returned yet again. And this was the team he should have returned at. Mm-hmm. This, 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 this was the moneymaker right here. Uh, the Brothers of Destruction. Man, they've had so many on and off runs. They they did it when they first turned uh, the storyline into a tandem deal in '98. Then they did it again in the early 2000s. Then they did it again in like the mid 2000s. If I'm not mistaken, Taker's last match uh, wasn't that the Crown Jewel match with Kane yes. against DX? Mm-hmm. Yes. It's happened quite a few fucking times, which is my fucking point. It's money every time it happens. If there's a money tag team on this list, it's the Brothers of fucking Destruction. That and that stupid... That's the only thing I hate about the Brothers of Destruction. That stupid arm lift from the two of them oh, at the end. Yeah, yeah. Or I don't know. Never, been a, big, never yep. been a big fan of that. But I, they won me over that one time that uh, they were, Taker was trying to show Kane how to do a last ride on Kai and Tai. Oh, wow. He was, he was teaching his little brother how to do a powerbomb. And Kane like fucked it up at first. No, 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 no. You're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. You gotta hold him like this. Hold him like this, Kane. And uh, yeah. So Brothers of Destruction at number nine. Taker and Kane. So far between the Bulldogs and Brothers of Destruction, do these teams belong in the top ten? No. The Bulldogs, yes. Brothers of Destruction, no. You would have moved them out. I would have moved them out. Is that the team you would move out for demolition? No. Oh, okay. So okay. So you don't think Brother Destruction are top ten? Are they top twenty? They're, they're top twenty, absolutely. Top twenty, okay. Yeah, but I would have not. The British Bulldogs belong where they are. They're perfect. Okay. But the Brothers Destruction, no, Cadence on Kaner or the Undertaker, but they don't belong this high up on the list. Yeah, and they're and they're good. I mean, they they can get top twenty. Who are you putting in that spot in their place? <laughs> Natural disaster. Natural disaster. <laughs> I thought I've been doing a good job of telling you this whole time. <laughs> they should have been in the top ten. Oh shit! I'm just realizing now, no members of the Nation of Domination or combinations, I should say, from Nation of Domination. But number eight. Oh my God, number eight. Oh, you didn't know. Your ass better call somebody. Yo, my mother, who used to. You know, she was neither here nor there with some of this attitude shit era shit, right? Like, mm-hmm. wasn't too fond of Sable's titties on the fucking screen or... Or Marlena's uh, ass. Oh, or... yeah. She wasn't a big fan of some of the shit they did. But when this white motherfucker came through the curtain, my <laughs> mother would do the whole... She would scream at, yo, ass better call somebody. Yeah, he, I, they belong on this top ten. They're one of the greatest tag teams I've ever seen in my entire fucking life. Their their chemistry. And it's funny. Billy was the athlete. Right. And Road Dogg, I mean. Was a brawler. He was a brawler. He was a passable wrestler. He could do it. He's part of the Armstrong family, so obviously he knows what he's doing. Right. But on the surface, on paper, when you looked at them as a team, you're like, it's the <laughs> you're like right. oh, is that the hot dog guy? Yeah. Like, this is an all right team, right? Because the, they got the members, Rockabilly and. and yeah. Uh, what the fuck, the roadie, right? That's the roadie, they, the roadie, yes, the roadie. When they, roadie. Got, when they got together, so you're like, all right, you know, they 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 they'll probably do all right, right? You think of Jabron team, 
they win the tag belts like right away. I was and they destroy. Who do they take it from? They took it from the Legion of Doom. The Legion of they, Doom. They were tag they, team, yeah, for like three weeks. Yeah, and they beat the Legion of Doom. And, and they destroyed the Legion of Doom. It wasn't just a beat. It was like a beating. Yeah, and they do that to the Legion of Doom, and I'm thinking to myself, well, it's the Legion of Doom, right? So I'm like, very next pay per view, they're probably just gonna get it back. This was something they did just to kind of get this. And then, I'm a kid thinking this. And they probably just did this just to get a little tension on them, a little heat on them, or whatever. We'll find out, right? Nope. Because the, the very next pay per view, right? It's in Springfield, Massachusetts. It's in your house, DX. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, okay, this should be cool because I'm in the house. I'm gonna be there, so I'm gonna watch the Legion of Doom beat the fuck out of New Age Outlaws. They were such a new tag team; they weren't even the New Age Outlaws yet. Right. They developed that name as they got close to the pay per view. And I'm like, all right, Legion of Doom versus New Age Outlaws. This will be quick. And then I get in there, and they beat the fucking shit out of Legion of Doom with everything in the kitchen sink. They hit Hawk with a foam cooler <laughs> that didn't have ice in it. It was just a foam cooler, and Hawk sold it. And I said, oh, damn, we in trouble. I said, yep. Road Warrior Hawk just sold a foam cooler to the back of the head. Ooh, we in trouble. And they won. And they beat the Legion of Doom again in Royal Rumble, and that was it. Now, they beat the shit out of the Legion of Doom for three months, and the Legion of Doom got so mad, they split up. Yep. <laughs> that was had, the end. And they had Legion to come Doom. back as Legion of Doom 2000 at WrestleMania. But by oh, then, my God. But by then, was, the, was that with Draws? Uh, no, no, no. It was, before, like, it was with Draws, but not at that point. Mm. They, they started off, it was Hawk, Animal, and Sonny. And then, oh, as, okay. and then as Hawk's problems started more and more, then they brought in Draws. But the New Age Outlaws were dope as a team. Right. Then they became DX. Right. And all bets were fucking off. Ladies yeah, and gentlemen, yeah. boys and girls, children of all ages. That was oh, it. It was over. God. Yeah, it was over. It was over. fucking over. Yeah. Great. One of, the, one of the great teams of all time, no doubt about it. Belongs on this list. Yep. So the next one, the Usos. Okay, let's have a conversation about this, folks. Okay, all right. Good. I have a feeling this is the team that you would think would doesn't belong. <laughs> this, 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 let's... Is this where the natural disaster should go for you? Is it... <laughs> <laughs> now, look, no disrespect to the Usos, right? They're a hell of a tag team. Correct. And they've had a hell of a run. Correct. And I do believe they should be on this list, and I do believe they should be high on this list. But not this high. However, they're not a top 10 tag team, no. Nope. I don't, I don't believe so. The British this Bulldogs was the moment. Here. Where I said I think the demolition should move up into the top ten. Yep. Of the ten, this is the one that I would move down in mm-hmm. place of demolition. And this is a hard thing for me to say out loud. But this is where I would put this is the one team where I'm like, mm, no. I I <laughs> I think the demolition deserves that spot a little bit more than the Usos did. Now here's the thing. The Usos have been a tag team a lot longer than demolition. Yeah. And they've had a lot more success than demolition. Correct. I don't think they've reached as many audiences and people that Demolition has. And I don't necessarily know that if the Usos didn't have its current singles push they're having right now, even though they're still technically a tag team because they're still working tag team matches. Right. If they weren't in the middle of this Roman Reigns deal right now, I don't know how many people would walk away from this generation saying, damn, the Usos, one of the greats. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many of those that there would be. Now their legacy is really kicking off, right? Because they're main eventing everything now, right? But during even the but before height, that, yeah, it, during the height of they their were the mid card tag team. It was a mid card tag team. They were yeah. they were a throwaway on a lot of pay per views back in the yeah. day. So I'm not. They're a great team. They should be on the right. list. They should be high on the list. They shouldn't be top ten. Nope. 
Top 20, maybe. Top 20, maybe. Yeah. Top 20, yeah. maybe. Yeah. That's where I'm at with that, too. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely behind the natural disasters, though. Far behind. <laughs> but, you know, if the Usos natural disasters were in the same building, the Usos would be carrying the natural disasters bags into the building. Yeah, Every, exactly. That's, that's how I see it. I mean. Everyone, yeah, that's how nature sees it. That's how, <laughs> yeah, exactly. that's how that goes. Uh, number six, we already mentioned them, the Legion of Doom, Road Warrior Hawk, Road Warrior Animal. Do we need to really go into detail? No. As to how fucking great this team is. These guys, but they were badass in WCW. <laughs> the, they, like, they named a pop after them, bro. Yes. The the uh, To get a big pop at a show is to get a Road Warrior pop. Yes. That is insane when you think about it. Remember them when they came in on the Harleys? They were like the first guys to do that in WWE. Yeah, they they were actually talking a little bit of shit about uh, um, not they, but uh, Road Warrior Animal was talking a little bit of shit about that. That was the uh, SummerSlam '92. That was the one in Wembley, right. where mm-hmm. supposedly uh, the heat from the bike melted his tights into his fucking leg. Oh shit! And I'm like, Jesus Christ, bro. He's like, Yeah, it was fucked up for weeks. Had to, they had to peel his gear off because the Ugh. fucking heat from the... Oh, God. Awful. That's like the day, what was it? Uh, I, that was the WrestleMania I was at. What was it, 29? When Triple H did the entrance with the skull and it put all that that, that Freon on his body. Oh, was, yeah. Like, I'm that. like, boy, he has got to be fucking irritated as shit. Imagine <laughs> getting that shit on your skin before you have to wrestle Brock Lesnar. No. I'm all set. I'm good. I'm Thanks. Good. I'm all good. I'm fighting who? I'm Hell fighting. no. <laughs> but number five. The Dudley Boys. And I'm shocked they were this low. Really? Not not because they're often, even when they come back, like whenever the Dudley Boys are on camera, the commentators, like WWE's commentators, always acknowledge them, the most decorated tag team in WWE history. Yes. Right? They've won the Dudley Boys are the only team in history, WWE Tag Team Champions, WCW Tag Team Champions, ECW Tag ECW Team Champions, NWA Tag Team Champions, right. IWGP Heavyweight Champion, Tag Team Champions. Every belt in existence lives in Bubba Ray Dudley's fucking house. Well, the Legion of Doom as well. Legion, well, no, because the Legion of Doom never won the Impact or the TNA World Tag Team Champions. Oh, <laughs> the, yeah, wow. Well, I mean, that's because they were dead. I'm <laughs> making it yeah, well, One of them was dead for sure, because the other yeah. guy was in TNA for a short little while there. But, oh, he uh, was? Animals made an appearance in TNA before, yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, but, yeah, no, I'm making the joke. But the Dudley Boys and the Legion of Doom being five and six to me is hilarious because, like you just said, these motherfuckers right here <laughs> are, they, they are tag team wrestling. Uh, oh wow! Animals no longer with us. Yeah, you didn't. I did a whole thing on my show for that. Yeah, he's gone. Yeah, no, I just. Was, I know. I didn't re- know they were both. I forgot they, they were put both. the tag team back together up in heaven. There yeah, it is. heaven's got new bouncers. The road warriors. <laughs> I think that's the whole. Is yeah, the, the whole um, Minnesota wrecking squad is up there now. Yeah, the whole. Yeah, listen. Perfects up there, fucking Rude's up there. up there. The Road Warriors are up there. That's they crazy. Got, they got no Bulldogs up there. Owens up there. No Bull, yo Guerrero's up there. Heaven's got a squad, bro. Word. Word. Heaven's got a squad, man. Now Hell's captain and the Ultimate Warrior is gonna have to find some more heads if he's gonna compete against Hell. 
yeah. team against team because you know t- the Warriors got you know Warriors team captain over in hell. We got to figure that out. <laughs> He's probably still spitting gibberish. It's just, it's just him and Benoit trying to figure okay. shit out. Yeah, yeah. Or Stevie Richards. God damn it! I'm sorry. I keep making that same goddamn mistake. But uh, yeah. Uh, where do you did you have Dudley Boys as high as well? Yes. Or? Okay. I had them here. You had them here. There you go. Top ten. Right. Yeah, top, absolutely. Top ten. I for would. Sure. I would probably put Legion of Doom above them. Well, okay. You can. No, you well, that's a strong. Yeah. Exactly. You yeah. can do that. I, I mean, yeah. That's yeah. the good. I would, this like, I agree with the number one spot. Believe it or not, but I would have <sighs> Legion of Doom underneath them. Okay. Because they're the reason why people like tag teams, period. Yeah, without a yeah, shadow of a doubt, not, them and the Steiners. You know, them and the, so well, I think yeah. the Steiners should be up on the top ten. The natural disasters, the Steiners. <laughs> I would put the Steiners in the top ten if we're talking about their work collectively. Mm-hmm. That's why the whole yes, that's WWE right. This is a WWE. Yeah, exactly. Yes, correct, correct. correct. That's yeah, why I was they're, like, they're in a good spot. They're in a good yeah. Spot. Same thing with the Road Warriors. If you think about it. Like, yeah, if this was an all-time list, they'd be even higher than this. Yeah, I would think they would be like at least one, two, or three. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then again, you got to remember that WWE decided, you know, it would be a good idea. We brought Paul Ellering back, like when they were really badass in NWA, and then we give him a puppet. Oh my god! I would love to be in the, meet, the room when that they were like there was Animal Hawk. Like, oh, that's a great him, idea. Let's or they give like, him a puppet. He's still paying us, right? <laughs> let's give him a goddamn puppet. Yeah, like oh, I, I really feel like you're gonna pay me, right? You know, like <laughs> number four, Edge and Christian. Now, I think they're in a good spot. Where do you, where do you have? Yeah, they're in a good there? spot. I think no, they won the tag team titles like twenty times. Well, didn't they? Yeah, <laughs> I don't think anybody's ever had the belt as many times. Yeah, they, they, they also lost it twenty-one times. I also give them credit because. It seemed like every big match they were in, they won. Yeah. I don't remember them losing a lot of big, high-profile matches. Because they would always lose it on, like, the throwaways. Yeah. they. Yeah. Essentially, yeah. yeah it was always like they would, when they would lose, they would lose, like, in these shitty little ways, but they always won big. Yeah. They always felt like a big team. The WrestleMania. Yeah, SummerSlam. yeah, yeah. They'll lose the belts <laughs> on fucking. It? I lost it at in your house. You yeah, know? <laughs> yeah, I lost. I lost the titles on Sunday Night Heat. Yeah. yeah. Oh. But, but then in a TLC match at SummerSlam, we dominated yet again. So it's like the weirdest thing. Yeah. I think that weren't they the team that lost it to Too Cool? Like I think so. That's, that's, that's the team that <laughs> that's, I think that's cool. what happened, yeah. And then they would go on and still become the fourth greatest tag team of all time. But yeah. <laughs> You have the worst and the best. <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, you've got number three. The Heart Foundation. Now, whoo, now, here's the thing. I think Dudley's, Edge and Christian, and the team after the Hearts all belong in succession. I, Yes. Yeah, I, yes. I think that the, I think that the Hart Foundation should be where this other team is. I, I really think that, especially I, WWE, especially under the WWE. Yeah, exactly. because the Bulldogs versus the Hart Foundation. You want to talk about an amazing match? And I was thinking of it when you asked me what's the like a match that the, the British Bulldogs had: the Jimmy Anvil Nightheart, Bret Hart versus the Bulldogs. Yeah. Heart Foundations and the Heart Foundation and the British Bulldogs 
are not only fantastic matches, they were the match they they was were the kind of matches where the boys in the back got would come out and watch. Would come out and watch, but they were mad at. Yeah. Because they can't follow it. Exactly. So you can't put that match on one, two, or three. Yep. That has to be a match later on the card. And then the other the main event guys would be like, fuck no. You gotta have that match early in the card. We can't go yeah. after that. What are you talking about? Like there was no spot on the card for them. Because anybody that came on after that had to work. Hard. You're, you're going to lose the audience. You're not going to. Yeah, they would have to fucking actually do some fucking work. Yeah. Because they just fucking ran. They just did it. And I know a lot of today's talent will look at that. Well, look at them, what they did. And every, and every time I get in the ring, you tell me to let it breathe because you can't do it the way they did it. Right. But the way that they did it, believe it or not, as fast as it was, it breathed. It yeah. looked like a fight. It looked like combat. It just right. looked like four guys trying to outsmart the other. That's the thing. They there was a pattern. There was motion to it. They never but the level sang of us. epicness was such that they should have been the main event on the card several yeah. times. And because Vince is not big on tag team matches, ending his shows at that time, still yep. not to this day really. But he's a little yeah. bit more open to it now. They gave the women more before they did. Can you imagine Vince? If Vince of nineteen eighty nine. Visited 2021 and saw Alexa Bliss in the fucking main event of a show. He would fucking strangle old yeah. old Vince. Who the hell's running this? Who the fuck booked this shit? First yeah. of all, who hired this cunt? What is happening right now? Yeah, why did he have blue hair? Who hired the child? What is this? Yeah. Well, Vince, this is your most decorated champion. Jeez, the what now? <laughs> How many times can one woman win one belt? Well, you you have three women's belt now. What the fuck? <laughs> Who, three what women's happened belts? to me? Did I have a stroke? Yeah. <laughs> did I have a heart attack during my stroke? What happened to my brain waves? Where did I die? Jesus fucking Christ! Now, like, what's the next? You're gonna tell me you got a, a black WWE champion? Well, <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, you've had two. Now, I've had how many? What the fuck? <laughs> First of all, why do I have two black guys on staff? That's how I know you're lying. Because I, yeah. I, I know I ain't got two African Americans on staff. You bugging? Yeah. No, you got you got two. Yeah, you made two champions. Jesus Christ! Who's mm. the Intercontinental Champion? I, um, hmm. <laughs> he's uh, he's a Nigerian. Nigerian? Well, no, oh. really, he's from North Carolina, but he's portraying a Nigerian. Which is like, oh, oh, Jesus fucking Christ! What kind of women we're talking about? Well, this is your Raw Women's Champion. Okay. All right, I like pretty good and then this is your smackdown one what the fuck happened with the what's with the braid in the dark in the dark skin what's happening here with this did i, did I get crazy with the nation of domination or yeah, something what? Is, is that ron simmons's daughter that's ron simmons's daughter right that's what right yeah that's that, ron's daughter that, is that, that is that what happened there like, yeah oh no that's no, no it's that's not, a, it's some other woman yeah, that's with nothing to do with ron simmons yeah all right well what's the net pay-per-view you got coming up well Probably the women's match. What? <laughs> women's match is going to do what now? Go ahead and say that shit again. Well, You're last, fired. Yeah, well, last month you had a Hell in a Cell match with the women in it. God damn, what the hell's happening here? <laughs> Don't worry, Vince. It was just the opening match. We had men in the cell later on that night. What the fuck? Two Hell in a Cell matches on the same show? Yeah, Vince, it's it's a thing now. That's, <laughs> that's what we're doing now. This is me now. <laughs> well, at least if you're doing all this shit, the ratings reflect it, right? Well, yeah. Oh, wow. Well, I mean, it's kind of, you went there. It's kind of it's a shaky thing, you know. Yeah. Anyway, 
Speaking the fans of, of fickle, Vince. See, the fans of fickle. fickle. Speaking <laughs> of ratings, our second tag team, now that I'm done parading around the WWE, uh, the Hardy Boys. Mm. Now, I'm stunned by this. That high? I'm stunned that they... In the of the Dudleys? Of, of the three teams. First of all, two, four, and five. Now, if you're listening to this and you've never seen any of the TLC matches, oh, you're in for a I'll treat. I'll tell you again: tag teams two, four, and five. Those three tag teams are three of the greatest tag teams of all time in the you WWE. Those TLC matches were ridiculous. But if you had told me of the three, how are you ranking them? I would not come up with this. System. I probably would have reversed it. I probably would have yeah. had Dudley's two, Edge and Christian four, and Hardy's five. Right. The only way that I can factor in that there was that there's a reason that the Hardy Boys would be higher up would be the longevity because after the feud between the three of them, the Hardys, everybody, Edge and Christian broke up and never got back together. The Dudley Boys kind of pissed away in 05 and then disappeared forever. Forever. Yeah, they never the, returned. But the Hardys have gone and come and gone and come and right. gone and come. And every time they come back, just as good as when they left. Yep. Every time. When they came back in 06 and 07, just as great. When they came back at WrestleMania 33, broken mat, all that stuff, just as good. Delete. Oh, yeah. Delete. And they evolved with the times. And, and Jeff and Matt have always been a favorite of Vince's. So I understand the, the 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 spot, but I would not have. I would have flipped that whole thing around. To be yep, I totally agree. Like I, I said, they should be in succession. They should be run after the other, with the Dudleys being on the top. And we're gonna get into the number one team, which apparently you agree with. So I do. Ahead. You have the honors, sir, of the number one draft pick in the in the WWE <laughs> tag team draft. It's a new day. Yes, it is. Oh, Houston, Texas. <laughs> Don't you dare be sour. Don't you dare be sour. <laughs> Clap for your for world famous 37 Yeah. Okay, folks. Listen. Let's be real here. That's This is Uncle O talking to you now. <laughs> uh, they're a great tag team. They're fantastic. They're fantastic. They got longevity. Mm-hmm. They're the team that finally beat the demolition. That's why they're uh, on. The they have had success apart. They've had success together. And here's the funny thing about the New Day: their individual success happened whilst still together. Mm-hmm. They're still technically together. Correct. They haven't actually split. <laughs> Correct. So this is a tricky situation because their singles and their Outer success is still kind of considered inner success. They haven't broken up yet. On pay-per-views, they still show up as a trio. It's the weirdest fucking thing ever. But greatest tag team of all time. Yeah, man. You got to think about it's more than just the fact that they beat Demolition's record. But they've also beaten the Natural Disasters record. So it makes perfect (laughs) sense to me. I mean... (laughs) Oh my and god. They're also making up for the lack of diversity in the championship realm. So that's why they said, you know what? 
that's kind of another thing about this when you think about <laughs> it. Because let's go back to let's go back to number nineteen. Okay. When we looked at the Soul Patrol. Yes. We said, I think they're on here because they were the first African American tag team champions. Mm-hmm. And I think they were the first champions of any kind in WWE that were African American. So I understood Correct. their spot. But if you look up and down this list and how whitewashed it really is, the fact that the black guys <laughs> got the number one spot. Number one. See, look, diversity. <laughs> look what we're doing here, guys. Look at how wonderful our diversity we're, is. Look at the WWE champion. Look at the, the SmackDown Women's champion. Look at the Intercontinental yep. champion. Look at the way that they've utilized their African-American talent over the last year or so. Mm-hmm. It's Almost like some sort of form of reparations when you think about it. <laughs> like they try. I don't know if they're just going out of their way to do this, or if, or if they're doing what people were hoping along the way, which is we don't really care what skin color you are. It's just the best talent is the one that we're gonna push forward. Because back in '05, Vince McMahon had a Woody for Bobby Lashley. Right? Mm-hmm. Kofi snuck up on him, but Kofi earned his spot, or whatever the case may be. Right. And there's always that excuse they say, well, not enough black guys have really had a chance. Well, how many black guys really earned it? Well, let's we're starting to see that now, right? Right. And not just from an African American side. Uh how how we were just making a joke a second ago if old Vince met new Vince and we told him Correct. and we told him, you know, uh we have a really great Japanese uh section of talent here and he's just like, Wait, what? That's not owned by Baba? Uh, And we've got a great section of Latin talent, and we have uh, women from the UK and from Australia. uh, It really is a global product, Vince, and he would just probably just fucking look at you like you're crazy. And the fact that the New Day has been able to break... I'm giving them credit, but I still don't feel they're in the top spot, but they've broken all the cliche shit. They didn't have the villain turn on the rest of the group to split them up. They didn't feel the need to split up literally at all. No. To attain their success. And there's a picture that's online. I th- it might have been the night after meeting. I can't remember where there's a picture. Because remember, at the time that Kofi was the WWE champion, Woods and Big E were the tag team champions. Right. So there's a picture of them standing in the ring with Kofi with the world title around his waist, the other two with the tag titles around their waist. And if there's a better picture simplifying great tag team success. I don't know if there is one. Because of all the teams that are on this list, no one has that photo. Nope. There is no team that also was carrying the WWE championship at the time that they were holding. Oh, wait, wait. um, Not Demolition, sorry. Didn't DX have all the gold at one point? Not when they were tagging together, they had never won the world title. Oh, because I thought Sean was like world champ. I mean, they had been champion, but they were not world champ while they were running as a tag team. Wow. Okay. And the Mega Powers. They didn't have the belts. Savage had the world title, but they didn't have the belts. Yeah. They never got the belts. They they never got the belts at all. Right. So there were teams here that had success as world champion and as tag team champions. But never simultaneously, and that's what right. the New Day did. So if they're yeah, going, they, they, they've got that going, special spot. If they're going based on something like that, I can see the argument. But 
I don't I don't know. That's tough for me. But uh, the New Day officially on this list rated the number one. Now, when they do break up, if they, you know, I'm saying I don't think they're gonna break I up. I don't think, especially because of that up, up, down, down merch. I don't think they will at this point. But what was it? Kofi said he says we can't. We have businesses together. We're never yeah. gonna be broken up. <laughs> We're never gonna be broken up. But the you're talking about the Hardy Boys, the Heart Foundation, Edging Creation, the Dudley Boys, Legion of Doom, Usos, New Age Outlaws, Brothers of Destruction, British Bulldogs. On top of that list is the fucking New Day. So for everybody who's joking about those pancakes and French toasts, whatever the fuck, <laughs> uh, something worked out. And those wild costumes for WrestleMania. Wild costumes, their bootios, cereal. That bootios, all, that yes. all you motherfuckers bought. Yeah. Okay. Because I couldn't get a box of bootios when they came out. That's well, I had to go all the way to this place called Livingston, New Jersey to get that fucking cereal. Uh, legend has it, it disappeared as soon as you left. It doesn't exist, <laughs> it doesn't exist anymore. Joe Pombo, it's been a long night. Thank you so much for joining me on this. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. It's always great to be on the <laughs> pod with you, uh, man. This was a hell of a run here. All 50 goddamn teams. Yeah. Jesus Christ, we did it here. We did it in reasonable time, I would suggest. Love and it. I would like to extend, reach out, reach out to my hand, <laughs> AJ. Reach out and touch my hand. Touch my hand. <laughs> the power of the lightning. So I want to extend a rock and wrestling invitation to you for the Disc Dungeon on a future episode. Yes. That we now call the Dove Dive for the uh, special episodes. The Dove Dive. I like it. I'm in there, brother. All right. Excellent. I'm always good for that stuff. I love it. I love it. I'm going to have a lot of free time on my hands now. I'm not uh, moving around as much during the summer. So just let me know. Time and date, baby, and I will be there. With a much better background behind me than the cereal boxes that you see now in the video. (laughs) I kind of like uh, the Pringles are always number one. Once you pop, you just don't I can't eat them shits. That's my son. Oh, you can't eat the Pringles? Uh, you know it's not I mean, real no, potato. No, 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 the Pringles. I can eat the Pringles. I'm talking about the the flavor of original. Oh, my son eats, okay. My son takes that to school. That's his lunch snack there. Oh, yeah. yeah I can't rock that. Here, we, we we rock the barbecue and the sour cream. I can't. The sour cream is my, yeah, is my sour jam. cream. There you go. Gets, they go my ego and my sour cream chips. <laughs> Yeah. There we go. So, uh, yes. So, thank you so much for taking this trip with me. Let me know the deets on that. I'm definitely down. All right. Uh, this was episode 195. WWE's 50 greatest tag teams of all time. Some hits, some, some misses. big misses. Yeah, some misses. <laughs> but it was all a discussion for fun. Um, and I hope they wrote these names in pencil. <laughs> so we can erase it and put yeah. natural disasters much higher. <laughs> yeah. Because when the Blood Brothers get their shit together, baby. We're gonna, oh, yeah, we're, even better. We're aiming for the new day. Oh, because I don't sell pancakes. No, nope. uh, no, we're going to be shooting straight promos against each other. I want I want to shoot a promo against the Kofi Kingston. I saw this past Monday. Oh, uh, yeah, he was on fire. Yeah, Monday. That's what happens. I love it when he's like that. I hate when he I don't like the inconsistency. He'll do a promo like that and then he'll come out next week and start gyrating and throwing fucking cooked food into the crowd and I don't want to see <laughs> shit like that. That <laughs> one I, The guy I saw on Monday, the fired up Kofi mania fucking Kofi, that's the dude, that's the good one right there. So Absolutely. Those of you at home, thanks for taking the ride with me. Thanks for downloading. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for liking. Of course, thank you guys for enjoying episode 195. Good night, everybody. Mm-hmm.
100 episodes now pay him. And make sure that you buy my husband's t-shirt at prowrestlingtees.com slash A-J-O-U-N. Please, he needs this. Listen to my daddy's show. He's the best, so I don't know.